What an episode last week with X Factor. Talk about a polarizing, controversial guest. I've never had so much feedback from one guest before. People yelling at me, pissed off. How dare you put this guy on? You should have done your research. He's a piece of shit. What an awful human being. And you're and you're supporting this guy. Blah, blah, blah. Unbelievable. I just told them people, kick rocks. If you couldn't understand that episode, that's on you. That is not on me. I think I did a great job with that interview. Uh, this episode is completely different. Uh, I don't know that I did a great job, but I had a hell of a lot of fun. This is almost three hours long, you guys. Strap in. Go get yourself some West Bottoms Whiskey Co. Kansas City Whiskey. Drink up to this one. That's what me and Steven Taylor did. Taylor? Tyler? Gosh darn it. Steven Taylor. Formerly Fat Steven Taylor. Local comedian. Absolutely hilarious. I've known about him for a couple years. I've seen him before. He cracks me up live stand up and he cracked me up here i like this guy a lot uh i don't know the first 35 40 minutes probably we just talked about louisiana where we we both came uh, both live he's from bozier city louisiana i lived there for a brief time and so we just talked about that it might sound boring at first to say that we just sat and kicked it for 40 minutes talking about Bossier City, Louisiana, but there's actually some good stuff in there. But again, it's almost a three hour episode. Fast forward the first 35 minutes if you want, if you're not interested. Plenty of stuff in here to listen to, that's for sure. Uh, speaking of West Bottoms Whiskey Co., my sponsor, uh, can you tell how proud I am to have them as a sponsor? It's really incredible. I absolutely, I actually really like, we crushed a whole bottle in this episode and it's it's he liked it a lot you know i like it a lot like when you can find a good whiskey that you can drink neat you you don't have to mix it you don't have to put it on ice like a good straight neat whiskey you know you got something like legit i hope you guys are out there drinking it i hope you're finding it at your local establishments around the kansas city area um you can dm me i can send you a link to where you can order it uh, it's kind of hard to find because they it's like a whole separate legal issue for West Bottoms Whiskey Co. to mail things out. They have to do a bunch of red tape BS. But there is a company in St. Louis, like a liquor store that sells all kinds of random bottles or, or whatever. Yeah. And they do have uh, the West Bottoms Whiskey Co. there that you can order it from. Uh, I hope you guys are supporting them. I absolutely love their stuff and they're supporting me and I've. And you guys support me, right? That's why you're here listening, I hope. Uh, great episode. Formerly Fat Steven on uh, Instagram. Local stand-up comic, like I said. What a great time. I, I don't know. This was a fun episode. I really have to apologize, though. I got We got drunk. What can I say? I'm not going to beat around the bush. We got hammered. We crushed a fifth of this great whiskey. And I am slurring. So I, I listened back a little bit on this. I, I shouldn't listen back on this. It's probably pretty embarrassing to see yourself get that drunk. Uh, but if you guys want to laugh at my dumb ass for getting that drunk, uh, go ahead. I'll put myself out there. Or right, that's what I'm doing, obviously. I was slurring. I drank way too much. But uh, 
It was fun. It was so fun. Uh, and the great thing is I didn't have like a horrible hangover. I went to bed super early because I do this at noon. So we started drinking early. I crashed early. Like I went to bed, woke up at midnight with kind of a hangover and then like nursed that for a little bit, then went back to bed and woke up for work at like 5.30 and I was fine. No, no hangover, nothing. I was a little bit slow, you know, but that's to be expected. I'm going to stop rambling. This is a long enough episode as it is. You guys are going to like it. You're going to laugh, skip around, whatever. Uh, and this one is for you, Kim Fuller. Uh, enjoy the episode, everybody. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. Will no topic is off limits. Now here's your host, my daddy, and Voida Soul. Thank you for coming to the Inner po- Podcast. Boom, boom. In three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast, Stephen Taylor. Thank you for joining me. Uh, let's uh, let's start this off with some whiskey. Yeah? Let's start off. Hey, cheers, cheers. Thank Salute. you for being here. Come on, Charles. Come on. Give me the big old reach. There we go. We're right all getting there. in on this thing. Salute. Salute. This is uh, West Bottoms Whiskey Co. As you guys know, sponsor the show and bottoms up. Nothing like free whiskey. Damn, that's good. God, that's good. Not bad, right? That's great for noon on a Sunday. That's like the best thing I've ever... It warms your cockles up a little bit, yeah? yeah. First little chilly day. Uh-huh. I had a sore throat going into this. That's like oh, nice. right where it needs to be. That's going to put me in that and the coffee. I'm going to be in a weird mood here. <laughs> Nothing like a little combo of drugs, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Yep. Uppers and downers. Uppers, downers, and all arounders. <laughs> What's up, man? So, um... I, I've actually, I haven't done a whole lot of like research on you. It's not much to do. But I've known of you for a while. I've actually seen you perform. Uh, yeah, we met, did we oh. talk at the Rhino or the Improv? Have you been to the Improv? Uh, which one's that? That's up north. That's like Zona Rosa. No. Okay. We, we would have met at the Rhino. I think it's the Rhino, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm surprised you remembered me. Yeah, because I think... Uh, you know, you've had a bunch of comedians on, and so I know that comedians are like, oh, yeah, he has a podcast. Because anytime somebody comes up to you at a comedy show, you're like, who are you? Like, what are you doing? And then if comedians know you, they're like, oh, yeah, that's – because half the time people come up at comedy shows and they're like, hey, can I pitch you a bit? And you're like, please don't do this. Oh, Please sure. don't. Please. Yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, because I think – I vaguely remember this. It's like a year and a half, two years ago, it feels like. Probably. Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of research to do. It's just a bunch of comedy-related – bs yeah yeah that's what you want that's what it, that's what brought you here Look. i um and then I, i've been to a few of the open mics at the rhino yeah and i've seen you there and you're you're funny thank you man very funny thank you and i think do you also do something with barrel of the bottoms yeah so me and a few buddies uh started that three years ago so Can you tell me exactly i've always been curious i've thought about dropping in there before I was like, I wonder if they would know me if I went in there. Uh-huh. It's like you guys are like a podcast studio in uh-huh. there, right? Yeah. So we are, uh, <laughs> we're a, really what we are is we're a creative maker space with a focus on entertainment and performing arts. Okay. Our main focus is we have a podcast studio. Then we have like an office space, writing area, meeting area. And then in that space, we put a stage. And then we clear out everything like every couple of weeks and we do weird ass shows like very small indie experimental every week. 
every couple of weeks now. We used to do them like monthly. And then, uh, you know, we took a break during the pandemic and then we started doing live streaming shows, which were actually really fun. Okay. I was pretty nervous about that, but they yeah. ended up being really fun. And so then when we came back, it kind of feels like, you know, it could be taken away at any second. You know, that's kind of the feeling. Right now it is? Yeah. That's like always the feeling of like, oh, what's going to happen? You know, in January, we're going to wake up and they're going to be like, it's back. Everything's shutting down. It, like, that's oh, a fear that I live with. And so we just started doing, be. we started doing shows after show. Like in September, we did seven shows, like in a month, which was just crazy. I'm, I was exhausted, but now we do a show like every two weeks, vaguely right around there. And sometimes we got people coming in nationally. Sometimes we got, you know. The one we do every month is called Body Language, and okay. it's a, a burlesque drag and comedy showcase. Okay, and all That's of our an interesting sh- combo. It's the craziest, <laughs> dude. It is always the most fun. Everybody gets good and lit, and uh, there's you. We can only sell twenty six tickets. Okay, like that's how small the space is. That probably feel. Does it feel full though? It like feels that? amazing. There's oh, yeah. no other feeling. Like we were talking off air about like cool rooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be prouder of that room because you can have you can have 15 people in that room and you're like, this is amazing. Like this is such a fun show. But now that we've been at 26, we sell out every time. We used to do uh, for Sam Talent. He came in. He's one of my favorite comics, and he came in and he sells pretty well here. He sold 70 tickets. So we had 70 people in a room that fire code now afterwards, you know, <laughs> we got fire coded after this and they were like, Hey, you can only have 26 people in here. And we had 75 people in there. I mean, he had to change shirts like three times in the middle of his set. Like everybody huh. was just sweat. It was like a punk rock show, Oh wow! but it was a comedy show. Like it was a very cool, very cool experience. Wow. I like yeah. that. Yeah. It's a, uh, it is fun when people are like, can you define the space? And it's like, not really. Like, I can't, like, it's a hard thing to like, it's a, such a small area. You know, it's almost, it's probably the size of like what you have down here. Okay. Maybe a little bit bigger. Okay. Probably about 400 square feet. And we just fit a lot of shit in there. Wow. Yeah. I got to check it out. Come out. I we will. do it. We got a show uh, on the 22nd. We're doing body language. We're doing that burlesque show. What, what night is that on? Friday. Ah, fuck. So usually we're doing, it's supposed to be third Saturdays, but this next one we're doing third Friday because I'm going to be out of town the next day. Do you guys do uh, any weeknight stuff? Um, So I've got, we've got a, an open mic that we do offsite. We do it at 403 Club over in KCK, that pinball bar. Oh, okay. It's in Strawberry Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that bar. That bar's amazing. I've just read about that recently, too. I've been meaning to check it out. It's a cool bar. It's very cool. Uh, I do like me some pinball. Pinball, open mic comedy. You can't really beat it. It's, uh, I love, nothing I love more than springing comedy on unsuspecting people. Oh, they don't know it's coming. It's not. I mean, it's advertised, but nobody's showing up to the pinball bar to catch the comedy open. Like, that's very rare, right? Usually it's, uh, we're at the pinball bar. And then I stand up and I'm like, we're going to start a comedy show. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> why? Why they're playing pinball? Sometimes or why they're at the bar drinking, just whatever they're doing. You're like, this is my, this is my bar now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a PA system. PA system, mic. Okay. We don't have those anymore. That's usually how open mic comedy is. Open mic comedy is supposed to be bad. Like the Rhino is, the Rhino has spoiled Kansas City because it's such a good open mic. 
Like people come out to it. The audience comes out to it. The comics are good. The audience is good. It's a fun time. But like when I started like five years ago, we were doing comedy shows at Mobrew, open mics at Mobrew. You've been to Mobrew. Oh, I love Mobrew. Mobrew is great, right? Mobrew is great. You know what's terrible at Mobrew? Comedy. Open mic comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. On a Thursday night (laughs) when the Royals are playing. (laughs) You're like, this is a sports bar and you've just got... This dude doing one-liners about his dick. It's like nobody cares. <laughs> nobody wants this. But I those were my favorite sets. Those were for where I felt like I got funnier. Because if you can get their attention, like the people that are in that bar, not for you, but you can get them to pay attention to you and laugh and engage, like that becomes the goal. And so when we were starting back the open mic, I was like, we could do it on the patio or we could do it inside at the pinball. And I was like, let's do it inside. <clears throat> like let's – Let's make it difficult. Let's like, throw like, ourselves into the fire. Yeah. And people are going to be there. It's going to make yourselves better. Yeah. And it's also, it's going to be cold. You know, I don't want to be uh, doing comedy on a patio with the heater, like in the middle of December out here. It's too damn cold. That's funny that you say that because I, correct me if I'm wrong, obviously I would hope you would, but I think I remember one of your sets and you mentioning you're from Louisiana. Yeah. 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 I went to high school in Louisiana. Where at? Uh, Bossier City. No. That's my hometown. Nobody knows Bozier City. What high school did you go to? If you say Airline High School, I'm going to have to leave. Fuck Airline. Okay, well, you know what? I'm also going to have to leave. <laughs> Parkway. Oh, shit. <laughs> God, you had money. That's nice. Yeah, That's yeah. Not- <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. How long were you? How long? Like all four years? No, I wish. I loved Parkway. I played soccer. I was one of the best soccer players in the region cool at the time i was there um i was there from 94 to 97 95 uh-huh. to 97 okay. something like that yeah, yeah yeah and then what about you uh how old are, what year did you graduate i graduated high school in 2010 so oh geez yeah Nin- i was 98 yeah i was born 92 so 92 to 2010, oh, wow. I was in Bossier City the entire time. Wait, Never what, left. What year? 92 to 2010. Oh, wow. Bossier City the whole time. Were you, was your family military? Yep. Okay. That's the only reason. Yep. And did mom, dad, was it any of them? My dad was, uh, yeah, Air Force. Okay. Did he retire from there or did he move somewhere else? He's moved somewhere. He retired in North Dakota. See, that's the amazing thing. People don't leave Bossier City. Like they call Barksdale Air Force Base, they call it Barkatrash. He was there twice. Yeah, you once they they say once you get there, like it's almost impossible to leave. You leave everywhere else in like two years, and there you leave in like five to seven. Okay. So everybody ends up retiring in Bozier City because they're like it's a fine community. It's, I admit, I love Bozier, uh, 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 Shreveport. I love I love it. I love Louisiana. I miss it, dude. It's the, I miss the it. worst thing is the summers. Uh, and outside of that, I don't even, yeah, I don't know. I was a, you know, I was a high school kid when I was living there. So of course I loved it, but, and in the nineties. Yeah. In the nineties, it was, you have no idea. Oh, I, I, you have no idea what the nineties were like in, in Bo. Oh my well, gosh. That's, that's when my sister, my sister went to, uh, Bozier high school. Okay. Um, 
probably around the same time. I would guess that she Bearcats. Yeah, yeah, the Bearcats, man. I miss high school nicknames that are like, "What the fuck is a Bearcat?" We were, I know that we it were, exists, but we I were don't the know. Panthers, Parkway Panthers, uh-huh, airline Vikings. Yep, Benton Tigers. They were at the time they were our well, they were kind of they were like our rivals. Airline and Parkway. Yeah, they still are. Okay. Yeah, they would still be the two big ones. Uh, what is the we div- we made a giant Houghton Houghton Buccaneers. Let me tell you something. This this still this story in that area. You know, it's a small it's a small city. Oh yeah. If you tell this story to anybody near my age group, they're gonna know of this. It was prom night ninety six seven like that ninety six seven year for the graduating class in ninety seven. It was their prom night and. Eh, one of those dance nights and the dances down there. Oh, we can get on that in a minute. Dude, uh, for a very evangelical place, those dances were, uh, spicy. <laughs> yes. But they go all out too. the big, uh, what do they call those? Um, corsages, the corsages Dude, that you get from Ellis pottery barn. For some reason, they would make like these huge flower. They weren't even like flowers at a certain point. They just became like mostly ribbons. It was, was like, I, too. I moved from, so it was a culture shock for me moving from rapid city, South Dakota to, Oh yeah. Did you have an accent too? I was born and raised in Michigan. So yeah, you had I, some, I, I have a, yeah, I was a Yankee yeah. compared to all those. And they don't, that's a, that is an immediate red flag. Is like oh they love me that really oh yeah dude the way that it is now and I think you know it's as we've gotten more divided as a country if you come down into North Louisiana and you have like I had a buddy that was from New York and he had to tell people he was from New Orleans because like the accents are like kind of similar but if you're from New York people just have like a general distrust of anybody with like oh don't you know like it's like it's a nice accent but people are just like who are you what are you doing oh, they treat them like yeah. foreigners no they loved me they loved I couldn't pronounce pecan right I said <laughs> yeah. pecan oh dude I'm glad that you don't do that anymore have you, <laughs> have you changed your ways because oh, that is completely. wrong completely like I fell in love with the culture I love I love it I love it down there what's the number one thing you miss there's one right answer but I just want to see what you it's have the food yeah uh, I was going to probably say gumbo but yeah. maybe red beans and rice uh, what was the name of this place? Check this out. Are you you'll remember this. Uh-huh. Bubba's Redneck and Coon Ass Restaurant. No, I don't remember this. They must have canceled it then before <laughs> your time. Then. Redneck and Coon Ass. Oh my god, that was the name of a very popular restaurant, and right across from it was another popular one too. That that one's probably still there. They had a Hamill's Amusement Park. You remember that? The yeah. log ride and the white roller coaster. Yeah, the white they, roller know, coaster ended up at Neverland Ranch because they shut down the park and then Michael Jackson bought the white roller coaster. Whoa, it was a great roller coaster. Oh, what a story. It was an excellent roller coaster. It made that me want to go to Neverland Ranch. so trashy. I knew everything about Michael Jackson and I was like, oh, I kind of still want to go ride that roller coaster again, though. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The cool thing... <laughs> Uh, and a cool thing about my time living there and at that Hamill little amusement park, um, No Limit would come up there and perform. Uh-huh. Mystical would, would perform. That's amazing. Master P would perform. Like, yep. It was, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, wow. Bring me back. Dude, I didn't know. Nobody ever knows Bozier City. Usually what I tell somebody is people are like, oh, you're from Louisiana? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go, where are you from? And I go, do you know where New Orleans is? And everybody's like, yeah, I know where New Orleans is. And I'm like, complete opposite side of the state. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't yeah, yeah. be further. For three hours straight north. Like and then all the way to the yeah, west. Is yeah. like, we're basically just Arkansas and Texas. At basically, yeah, it's, it is. I, what I have noticed 
since being away from there is real. I don't want to say real, but the further south you get New Orleans, the more they look down upon the people who live north of them. They can't stand us. They. It's like you guys might as well be Texans. The way that we treat New Yorkers in North Louisiana is the way that anybody from New Orleans treats anybody that's from north of Alexandria, which Alexandria is only like two hours, an hour and a half north of New Orleans. But they're like, if you're from above there, we don't even understand you. We got nothing to do with you. You're not a part of us. Like, it's a very much a big disconnect. I got a buddy that lives in Chalmette outside of New Orleans, and we'd go down there for Mardi Gras every year. And uh, it was a culture shock. Like, I can't lie. Like, it was like... (coughs) It is a different culture. You know, we all Louisiana. It's a fun, fun, but funky, interesting state. Yeah. I I wonder how much has changed. I really haven't been. I need to go back. You got to go back. You got to go back at least to New Orleans. I tell everybody like New Orleans is the the place to uh, just let loose. Like I've never been to a better place to be in a city. Yeah. Yeah, I went to New Orleans at like sixteen, mm-hmm. and you're drinking, you're pulling up and getting hurricanes. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah, you're nobody buying hurricane hurricanes yeah. at sixteen. No one yeah. gives a fuck. Hey, I left my ID. All right, whatever. Yeah, like, it's just like you can drink on the street. You walk and buy cops. They just, don't yeah, care. it's like whatever. We're just- Smashing. They have a thing called big ass beers, and you just have a giant glass that's like this big, <laughs> and it's a giant ass. And they just fill it with beer, and nice. you're just walking by a cop, and you're like, "What's up?" <laughs> you're throwing it back, man. It's it's a it's a cool, it's just a cool scene, and the food's so good. Ah, I like, know that's what can't... I miss. I miss I miss so much of it. The I, people I miss the people. Oh, back to my story. I do got to. I do want to get back to this because there's a story. If you go back to my age, group oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. around that scene, <clears throat> one of those dances we went to. We like we kind of crashed. We didn't crash it, but I don't think I don't even know if maybe one person in our whole group was invited. But it was a whole group of us that went over to Houghton High School party, and we were pretty much looking for a fight. Mm -hmm. And this was I was just drugged into it. I had no idea. I was just like I was a super innocent dude, Brent, just thrown into all these. You know, it was a yep. bunch of athletes, and I was an athlete, and so I hung out with all the other athlete crowds. Like, hey, we're going to go to this party, this birthday party in a hot. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I know where Houghton's at. My uh, parents go to church there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get there, and it's kind of cool. Like, I'm like, it's a little awkward, but cool. And then all of a sudden, some, some like, uh, drink gets spilled on a chick from a dude from our school. Uh-huh. And then next thing you know, a punch is thrown, and it's a full-out brawl. Yep. Everybody's yep. fighting. Yep. Beers are, like, full cans of beers are being thrown at people. No. People are running this way, that way, just f- kicking people on the ground. Just a full-on, good old-fashioned ass-kicking all around. God. And we fucked them up. <laughs> we fucked them up. And if you go anywhere, like anytime after that, if, if Parkway was brought up around, like they would like, it was, it was like, you know, green light. If it's green light, you know, if you're someone put a green light on you, like it's on. Uh-huh. Like, like that. It was a green light. If a hot person like ever even like mentioned parkway or, or saw a parkway person it was like a green light to fight oh yeah like, yeah, yeah. it started such a it created crazy... this weird culture that yeah. like permeated through <clears throat> my time in high school so i remember like my freshman and sophomore years 
I tell people about this and they don't really comprehend it, but like we had school brawls, like we had yeah. airline versus Benton or, you know, airline versus Houghton or airline versus Parkway where people would get hammered in the bed of some trucks. People would bring bats, dude. Like people yes. were like about yes. these like crazy. Yeah. They've watched too many movies, dude. They watched too many movies. But the, the crazy thing was, is like, it would happen, right? Yeah. Like they would start fighting and people would get hit. And it was like, it was such a small town that you could just get away with anything like oh the cops never showed up no and even if they did it was like somebody's dad and somebody and you know from both sides their dad works for the same sheriff and it's just like tell your son to quit hitting people with bats please like (laughs) it's like a crazy and it was yeah it was huge rivalries that i think it stopped like my junior year it's got to stop with like cell phone cameras at some point i think yeah i think my junior year was right when like smartphones had come out and I think we had also, ours had gotten out of hand where like our freshman and sophomore year was like, we had fights like every couple of weeks and you're doing these big ass fights. Like, I mean, people are getting seriously hurt and I bet the school was finally like, what is happening? Like, why do our kids keep coming back every couple of weeks with like black eyes <laughs> bandages over their face? And it's like, oh yeah, it's probably because. Uh, we've created some weird rivalry where nobody in Bozier city is different. That's the reason they have to have that is because it's such like a homogenous culture. Well, and then you even get the Bozier versus Shreveport people. Oh, which is like a totally, that's a culture thing. That's like, uh, uh, if you're from you Shreveport, know, Shreveport, you're dirty as fuck. You're either dirty or you have way more money than us. And either way we hate you. <laughs> like, uh, Bozier city is very much like middle-class, even though it's pretty affluent comparatively, it still has that feel of like, we're a middle-class kind of culture. Shreveport, they're trash or like they're the elites. And it's like, you guys all just suck. Like you all, everybody's the same out here. Nobody, if you go back now, you'll see it. Like I went back this summer when I was doing shows and did like. I would love to go to a high school game. Oh my God, dude. A high school football game out there is so much fun. As long as they don't run the ball like they used to. We just to run HB dive. The airline football team sucked. <laughs> we were terrible. We weren't that good either. Our soccer team was good though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had the money. Yeah, no. Telling you uh, that's we, that part. We didn't have no, we we didn't have the money. Our players certainly didn't come for money. I'll tell you that. The, you know, the people who had the money, our biggest rival, because they were our skill like we would we'd mop the floor with pretty much the whole city, except for Caddo Parrot? No. Caddo uh, Magnet? Yes. Caddo yeah, Magnet. Caddo Magnet had money. And what's the blue one? Loyola? Loyola, yeah. They had money too. Private schools. Private schools. Yeah. Though, but we helped, We kept up with them. Every, like it was, those were our rivals because those games were always like one nothing or two to one. Yeah. Or like those were fucking, those went to, and they were dirty. Like, yeah. Dirty. Like, yeah. Oh, I love hitting. those games. I love those. Yep. Oh. We did, uh, I did debate in high school. And then like, I, I, play, I played on club soccer with all of them in the summer. So and then like, you end up being friends. <laughs> no. I, you know, I'm a. <laughs> he still, you can still feel it. You can still feel it. I'm no, a, I kind of hate So I was, I was, so like I was said, I was born and raised in Michigan. Very few people will probably listen to this episode. This is very inside baseball with some crazy shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is only for us. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, my I would say my number one fan of my podcast lives in Bossier City. Really? Mm-hmm. Who shout, is it? Shout out to you, Kim Fuller. Kim Fuller. That name sounds familiar. Probably does. She's All right. You know, I'm going to check it out on Facebook. Kim, Kim, wherever you are, I'm going to find you. 
Oh, she'll find you. Just on the internet. I'm just going to find you on the internet. Uh, I'm not going to come to you. Know, oh, Kim, find him at formerly Fat Steven. Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, I do shows back there. And when you go back, you're like, none she'll, of this she'll, is. I, yeah, she'll. I, I, she, okay. What were we talking about? Oh, okay, Michigan. So I was born and raised in Michigan. And I, you, just, you pick a team at a very young age, uh-huh. Michigan or Michigan State. Yep. I picked Michigan. And that was the team to pick, of course. Clearly. Sure. And... And you grow. I grew up with uh, at the tail end of the Bo Schembechler era. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And the oh, Michigan Ohio State rivalry, Michigan Notre Dame rivalry, Michigan Michigan State, all giant rivalries. You're raised to hate yep. them. These are rivals. So I've had it in my blood at a very young age. When you have a rival, you don't have to know why. Yeah. You have, don't have to know why. It's like Bloods and Crips. You don't have to know why. You're yep. just fucking, I hate you. I don't give a fuck why. And so, like, when I was in high school at Parkway, like, airline, but it was really Loyola and Caddo Magnet, where I was like, fuck you. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. It's it's a thing where you're like, you, you've you got different colors, yep. and you worship different gods. Like, it's like, yeah. you're, whoever your little mascots are. I'll play like, soccer with you all day. Yeah, 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 but I but hate But, like, you. I'm not going out for, I'm not going to your party. I'm not drinking with yeah. you. Yeah, and if you pop off we're gonna we're gonna fight yeah like we just have to yeah 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 i miss all of that stuff man. I, <laughs> Kansas so City. yeah i know <laughs> it's such a weird culture down there man it's so crazy yes Listen. please thank you yeah, yeah. Go I'm, f- a, I'm, a, I'm a host you're a gentleman thank you it's delicious it's really good whiskey that you're not just saying that because i look no, I've been to their place, so I've had their whiskey before because we're in the West Bottoms. Barrel of the Bottoms is in the West Bottoms. And so, like, I try to know everybody in the Bottoms because the reason we started down there is because I just love that area so much. Like, when I first moved here, I had to find a fridge for this office I was working for, and I ended up at some appliance shop in the West Bottoms in some warehouse basement with this creepy dude who had a ton of fridges that he had just, like, fixed and was reselling for, like, 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Okay. And I was just like, what? the hell am I doing? Where am I? Like, what is this place? And I kind of fell in love with like that weird, you can find anything in the West bottoms. It is like the wild West of Kansas city where like nothing's like illegal. Like you just do whatever you want and nobody really says anything to you. And that's it. Like you just, there's everything down there and it's also weird. I love it. I don't know. I wish I knew more about the West bottoms I have a stigma in my mind about it because mm-hmm. I would go down there. I would watch this probably before. When time did when did you get to Kansas City? I moved here in 2016. Oh, you've barely been here. Yeah, not long at all. Okay. You know who the Kansas City Blades are? Yeah, the uh, uh, is that the old minor league hockey team? Yeah, from a long time ago. Because now it's the Timberwolves, right? No, now it's the Mavericks. Mavericks. And they're down here in Independence. Yeah, at the Silverstein. Yeah, and they're honestly, they're... At least one level below what the Blades would have been. So you'll know this name. Dodie Wood? No, you'll know the Shreveport Bozier Mudbugs. I used to practice with them. Yeah, I did too. Uh, the nice. Scott Musket used to coach my inline hockey team because we didn't have ice. Was he in the Air Force? Scott Musket? Yeah. I don't think so. I think he was just like a, a, a Mudbug player. I think okay. He was like, I know that name. He was trying to like go pro. Well, he was like a star. I in, know that name. In Bozier. Like he was like the yeah. thing. Because you they would do, this is a, a, a sidetrack, but my favorite thing, since you'll know it, when somebody scores a hat trick in a hockey game, throw usually they throw the hats or everybody throws your hat on the ring. Nashville, I think, throws catfish or whatever, like some weird thing. Florida, uh, Florida throws rats. 
Really? The Florida Panthers throw rats. That's cool. And, you know, of course, Detroit throws the octopus. Uh-huh. And so we would throw uh, – But that's in the playoffs. We would throw crawfish. Like they would have like plastic crawfish, nice. rubber crawfish, and you would just hurl them onto the ice. It was like, man, dude, those games were – those are the first time that I had ever gotten introduced to hockey. Of course. And I wished that I had stayed with it, but I think I don't think that sport was designed for me. I don't think it's designed for Southerners. No. It's designed for Canadians born in January and February. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> you read Outliers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that book's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, look at you. You are a smart guy. <laughs> Barely. I've read two books. They're both by Malcolm Gladwell. Well, yeah, and then uh, the Bukowski uh, oh, the post yeah. office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I try to read. I went to college. I, I cheated my way Where'd college. Where'd you go? Louisiana Tech. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Um, so what brought you up to Kansas City? I used to work in politics. So I used to do like a bunch of campaigning stuff. And then uh, I was doing that for like four for, or like, five years. For like what kind of level of politician i did uh the senate race in louisiana the governor's race i did uh, left or uh, republican republican or democrat it's louisiana I don't have to... there's only one option there's well, only <laughs> fight, i don't know if you fight so now for the other side well know? that was the thing so i i was raised republican of course i was raised very conservative <laughs> of course my mom was giving me like glenn beck books in high school oh wow like like that was kind of the the way that I was it is raised. crazy conservative there. Like I, ha- I don't know if it's like this now, but I had to go to high school. Like we could, boys couldn't wear shorts. Oh yeah, that doesn't surprise me. And I bet, yeah, I bet girls couldn't wear skirts either. I bet they had to wear. They had to be a certain length. Yeah, but they could wear lighter than. But yeah, we. I wore jeans. That's like like now I can wear jeans all year round because I was you know I we looked. had school uniforms. I mean, in 2010 we had school uniform. I bet they still have school uniforms. Okay. Yeah, and that was for public. That's school. public. That's a public school. Like you're talking, we had khakis or navy pants, and a white and then shirt or tan shirt or something. White navy or light blue polos that you could wear. Like that was it. I actually missed that. I think that was that made it way easier. Uh, I hate that. Yeah. No. Fuck that. Yeah. I know. No. Fuck that. You're I taking know. away your individuality and creativity. Yeah. And expression and developing who you are as a person. Yeah. That took you're me a long time. You're going through all these different things at that age. Yep. Like. Don't fucking confine me to this vanilla life that you want to put me in. I'm a fucking round hole. Don't put me in this square peg. You know? I, like, I want to throw on my fucking Beastie Boys t-shirt, my uh-huh. fucking 50-50 Janko jeans, and my fucking whatever, Converse or whatever. Put yep. my hair backwards and my long-ass hair and earrings. I respect. I love that because, like, all of my, you know, all the high schools now, like, they don't have them, and I love it. I respect it for them. For me, I was all, I didn't learn who I was until later in life, and that's probably a reason why is because I wasn't able to, like, really explore or express myself in high school in any way. Like cog. But, yeah, exactly. But also, I was like, I would just wake up every day and be like, I don't have to think about anything. and <laughs> just put on the same outfit. This is the I same get that, BS. But fuck, like, that's just, if, there, if you needed any more reason to understand what, schooling is other than conditioning you for yeah work yeah after school uh-huh. is than that i mean that's just just wear this like what a and they would do it so that you wouldn't north korea you wouldn't get bullied they would do it so you wouldn't get like made fun yeah. of. are we boring you charles are you is charles asleep, asleep over there. <laughs> that whiskey's too good oh my gosh charles <laughs> 
Charles, if, if we're boring you, we, I mean, we, maybe we're boring people. That's our focus group right there. We have just talked about Bozier City, Louisiana, which is objectively one of the most boring places. <laughs> Dude, I think you know we did it used to be. I think we reminisced and we touched on some stories that a lot of people can relate to. You know Bozier City was supposed to be Nashville. What do you mean by that? Like Bozier City, the original concept of Bozier City, the layout of it. It's a gambling town. It's Vegas South, right, is what they used to call it, Shreveport Bozier. It was the first horseshoe outside of Vegas. The first thing that we did was... Really? Yeah, we made casinos legal, which was like... Really? They were the first? One of the first... Yeah, and it was like made it a major city. The reason that they haven't done so well is because they did that. They didn't invest in tech. They invested in casinos, which is, you know, whatever. You make decisions. Uh, but It's it, all right to invest in that, but then once you get that money in from that... It's got to go. It's got uh, to To the new things. You've yeah, got to yeah. go to the new things, the but time. they've been staying on... We got to stick with this because they're dumb. You know, it's Shreveport. They've always made idiotic decisions. But they, uh, the funny thing about um, the way that the town was set up is you used to go, you know, Highway 80 is a strip and it used to be just bars and honky tonks. So David Allen Coe has a song called Smells Like Snow in Bozier City. Um, really? Yeah, where he's just talking about doing cocaine at the Bozier City Strip. And it's like. Really? Yeah, and so Bozier City, you would go to the listen, strip. Listen, oh. before we go further, I don't know. That's a country singer. David Allen Coe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know shit about country. I don't know shit about. I've never listened to a David Allen Coe. I've heard one thing about him. Correct me if I'm wrong or what, school me. Racist? As oh fuck? my god, the most. Okay, <laughs> the most. So he has. Okay. Uh, like objectively, is an incredible country singer songwriter. Okay. Objectively, it's right, like right, R. Right. Kelly, right? Where you're like, <laughs> you are the most talented, but also if you dig even the slightest bit, you're gonna be like, oh, this is gross. Like okay. this is. So he's got like great hit records. But then he also has secret albums that he released. Oh, really? It's that not he like claims, out open? Yeah, he claims he wrote with his black inmate in jail because he's like original outlaw country. Dude's been arrested countless times. But he claims, this is the story, I have no idea. Come on. Claims that he wrote it with his black inmate friend in jail. And if that's true, that guy fucking sucks too because they are, <laughs> dude, they are awful to listen to. Uh, really? But his other songs are great. His other okay. song, okay. You Never Call Me By Your Name, that's a hit classic. It'll never be bad. I'll sing it every time at karaoke. Okay. It's wonderful. Uh, but everything. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if you played his greatest hit. I would even recognize you it. You would know probably that. You would know Never Call Me By My Name because that's like a, if you go to karaoke or if you've ever been out dancing or if you grew up in Bozier City, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you've like well, crossed paths with the song. Probably not with the people I hung out with. We, Charles like, hit that shit. Yeah, hit it up. <laughs> pull it up. You can pull it up. Hey, uh, hit the. Uh, we'll pull it up here. He's got a third verse to it that. Uh, no, no, no. Here, David Allen Coe, but I'm telling you, don't Google too much. Don't scroll to too many extra pages. <laughs> Just put David Allen Coe. Good songs. David Allen Coe parentheses not racist songs. Sorry, I'm off mic here. Uh, where is Barrel of the Bottoms? Tell me about your podcast studio. Because a couple years ago, I thought about, I was like, oh, I, I, I was like, huh, I, I've thought about renting this space out too, but it's, it's, I don't know. Tell me about your podcast studio. 
how people can rent it out, what they get for it, all that good stuff. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, most of what we do is just offer the space and the equipment, you know? So it's like, uh, if you want to come in, you don't know if you want to do the podcast forever. You're like, Oh, I want to see if I like this. Then you rent out the space and the equipment that we have. And it's super easy to run. Um, we just do like monthly memberships so people can sign up, you know, if they want to go, if they want to record every week, they can record every week. If they want to record three times a week, they can, but they just play like a fat rate, a fat rate, a flat rate. Um, and then they get 24 hour access. Oh, never mind. Uh, no. Uh, you know what? Let's pause this real quick. And then we can hear it. Because I can set it up to hear on here for everybody. Actually, yeah, let's take a pause. All right. Are you cool with that? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I got to check my fantasy score anyway. Oh, we've only gone for 30 minutes or so about Bozier. They're going to love this. All right, Charles. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and hit our stop recording. Welcome back, everybody. We took a potty break. We took a, a refill of our whiskey. There Salute, my brother. Charles. I, I've, this is Come really on. great. Big stretch. Big stretch. Oh, that's a good one right there. There we go. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, we're going to listen to some David Allen Coe. I, I it was all that I could do to keep from crying. Sorry, I gotta fuck <laughs> Blew out somebody's eardrums. But you don't have to call me darling. Darling. You never even okay. call me yep. by my name. Of course I know this one. Everybody knows as soon as uh, the chorus hits. You don't have to call me Waylon Jennings. Is this going to get cut out of the episode? Copyright? No. Because I'm on, uh, not on YouTube. Oh, nice. All right. Because they add their own lyrics to the chorus. Who does? Everybody. As long as you will let me. Let me, let me. Okay. And I never minded standing in the rain. So what are what other ones? What uh But you don't have to call me darling. Darling. Maybe it's just let you me. Maybe they just had let me. I was thinking about it. Okay, I think they just had let me. My name. There it is. Okay. I've heard my name Okay, come on A few times in your phone book And I've seen it All signs were played Now just don't think about anything else he sings Think about how good this song is (laughs) (laughs) The third verse is funny though 
Okay. But the third verse, you know how people talk about like stereotypical country music? Yeah. They get that from the third verse of this song. When's that coming? Right now? Dude, you could probably skip forward. He talks about his friend writing the song and him being like, yeah, it's not that good. He's like, you're missing a few things if you want it to be a great country song. What do you mean? Like, you'll see. He'll, he'll, he, he cuts in the middle of the song and does like a, here it goes. Well, a friend of mine named Steve Goodman wrote that song. He told me it was the perfect country and western song. I wrote him back a letter and I told him it was not the perfect country and western song because he hadn't said anything at all about mama or trains or trucks or prison or getting drunk. Well, he sat down and wrote another verse to the song and he sent it to me and after reading it I realized that my friend had written the perfect country and western Is that breaking song. the third, fourth wall? I uh-huh. felt obliged to include it on this album. And this is what they play the on the radio, too. Like this you can't skip this one. And I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison <laughs> And I went to pick her up in the rain <laughs> Right, come on. <laughs> Before I could get to the station in the pickup truck, she got run over by a damned old train. <laughs> All right. And I'll wear it as long as you will let me. Let me, let me, let me. I don't know what happened. That was perfect. Wow, that was okay. it, man. I wow. told you, great song, great song. Wow, <laughs> a few <right>. bad albums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that was uh, he. So what they did is uh, he was supposed to be. It was like the strip that went down Highway 80, where all the honky tonks and all the bars were, and he would play there. Uh, Elvis got a start in Shreveport at the Louisiana Hayride. Uh, Johnny Cash. Uh, broke at the Louisiana Hayride, and that was all in Shreveport. So you would go up and down the strip from Bossier, cross into Shreveport. You'd have these big shows. Oh, wow. And then the Bible Belt was like, hey, everybody's doing cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> David Allen Coe's here. What are we doing? We can't. Elvis is shaking his head. We can't have, like, they, they just eventually were, like, put in legislation to where the casinos could stay. They were like, hey, we'll give you the casinos. That's the negotiation. You can have the casinos. But we can't keep this honky tonk lifestyle. Like we're a, you know, now when you were there, churches every single corner that you go to, mm-hmm. everybody goes to church out there. They went to Hot, you know. Yeah. Your family's driving twenty minutes to go to church. They, they love the Lord down there. They, they did. really care, and you know they it did. was, um, they shut it down. It was like it. Then everybody started to move to Nashville, and so it was like had the tides of history oh, to get away from it. Well, that was just like the next place that was like kind of popular where people were breaking, where there was like industry, you know, okay. you go where the opportunity is why comics are going to Austin right now. Right. Cause Rogan Chappelle and all them are in Austin. Right. It's like, they're starting to break, you know, essentially Nashville would have been Austin. Like a like, new culture is starting to bloom. Yeah. And you want to get in, catch yeah. that. Yeah. I want to feel what that is. They're kicking us out of here. There's less opportunities in Bossier city. So we're going to move to, uh, you know, there's stuff oh, okay. happening in Nashville. What right? a bummer. Yeah, it's a crazy thought. I mean, I, I guess, you know, the 
could you imagine if Nashville was in Shreveport, Louisiana? I know, so I'm thinking the food's so much better down there. That would be good. Like Nashville hot chicken, it's fine. Yeah, but, but I don't, that's all you have. I don't go out of my way for it. Yeah, nobody's going over there for like, uh, hey, let me get seafood. You know, there's there's only a certain amount of things you can get in Tennessee, and it's the same shit you can get in Kansas City, which is just meat. Like it's like you're right. not getting seafood. You're getting cows. Yeah. You're getting pigs. Which I love. You're getting chickens. Sure. That's it. But you but, ain't getting mud bugs. Yeah, you're not getting. Uh, you're not getting oysters on the on the half shell. Oh, old cold loogies. I get them around here. There's a, some good oyster bars around here. I don't trust it. I do. I know. I've had them. They're good. That's fine. There's a couple good spots. You're allowed to. Yeah. Somebody also told me to go to a jazz, a Louisiana kitchen, and then that person became not my friend anymore. I would not tell you to do that. Dude, what a horrific I would not place. tell you to do that. There's if that person, if you own jazz, a Louisiana kitchen, and you're watching this, you need to close your restaurant, okay? I hope you don't get shut down for this, but like, you really got to stop you, what you're doing. You're not, you can't call yourself jazz, Louisiana kitchen. You can call yourself jazz a kitchen i don't even know if you can do that to be honest with you it's if you a had... kitchen they play jazz music over the speakers <laughs> they, they have <laughs> jazz a kitchen <laughs> yeah jazz yeah, it does, a kitchen it does feel like you're doing a lot of improvisation back there in the kitchen you really got to step it up yeah start doing recipes baby yeah you can't you if you have anybody from louisiana come up and visit you Make sure you advert their eyes from yeah. Jazz Louisiana Kitchen. Don't go near there. Like, take them you, to, uh, you know, take them to Gates or Arthur Bryant. Uh-huh. You know what they say about Jazz a Kitchen is sometimes the best food is the one that you don't cook. Is <laughs> the one that you don't make. Dude, yeah. they, every, like, that was my problem with it is that it wasn't bad Cajun food. Yeah. It was bad food. Like, it's, it was like, this I, doesn't count as it's a meal. It's not, it's, none of it's good. However, they do make their own Bloody Mary. How Bloody Mary makes in house? Okay, Pretty phenomenal. Good. Pretty good. That is a big phenomenal. deal. Phenomenal. That is a big deal to me. If I would have had their Bloody Mary first and not their food, I oh, bet I might have a different opinion. Yes. Uh, Mockingbird Lounge in KCK also has a very good Bloody Mary margarita mix, and I'm like very. Uh, particular about which one's mockingbird mockingbird's the one on orchard street has the best view in the city the best patio in the city for sure Wait, mocking up on top, top in the mid- midtown strawberry hill strawberry hill i haven't been there oh dude you gotta go gotta go to if you're if you ever take a date date night at mockingbird lounge is great they do comedy on sundays ladies in uh mm-hmm. single ladies married ladies kim fuller whenever you come up from bozier city oh <laughs> she was actually yeah come right. on kim. come on kim Oh my gosh, Kim! Look at you getting a shout out. Uh, single ladies out there, you know, if you want to have some uh, West Bottoms whiskey with me in uh, the nicest patio there is, you know, mm-hmm. slide on in these DMs. It's a good view. Neanderthal Pod on Neanderthal Pod on Instagram. And this whiskey is hitting me. <laughs> if you get DMs on your podcast to go out, that's so funny. Do you have a separate Instagram or is it just Neanderthal Pod? Neanderthal Pod. <laughs> Hit me up. You're hitting. You're hopping in these girls' DMs and they're no, like, no, no, does he I'm want me gonna... to be a guest? Does he want me to be on the podcast? I, if I hop into theirs, it's because I genuinely want them to be a guest. Uh-huh. If they hop into mine, you know what the deal is. Hey, come on. Come We're going on. to get some Mockingbird margaritas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mockingbird. All right. It's great. Bloody Marys, they do a brunch. So we do a brunch comedy show there, which should not be fun, but usually it's a pretty good time. We did it yesterday. And it's one PM, so oh. it's not necessarily brunch. No, one's but, a great brunch time. Yeah. 
And so it's, uh, but they do it like that's every the end of brunch. That's right at the end of brunch, which when is the nice perfect time. Lit, when yeah. you got your buzz that's going. That's when nice comedy and, should yes. start. You don't want to do comedy before noon. That feels like an impossibility. But yeah, uh, yeah good margaritas, good Bloody Marys, and uh, usually good comedy. It's a fun time. Strawberry Hill is my favorite place in Kansas City right now. Okay. It's KCK. They, that's where 403 Club is. Okay. That's where Mockingbird I know, is. I, Chicago's is out there. When I graduated, I moved to Wyandotte. Yeah. So that was like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. So what about I, you up here? Uh, military. My, went uh, to Leavenworth? Went to Leavenworth my senior year. Uh-huh. Hated it. Fuck Leavenworth. No, come yeah. on. What's not fun about Leavenworth? Fuck Leavenworth. <laughs> I've thought about... I've done. I've, Leavenworth is Bozier City without any of the fun, and Bozier City has no fun. Like, there's not a ton of fun besides fighting other high schoolers. That you can uh, no, 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 no. Leavenworth doesn't do that. They're all pussies. They're all shit talkers out there. Uh huh. They don't fight. They act like they're going to fight, but they don't. You'll get a small sect of those people, but they're a bunch of wannabe preppies out there. Mm-hmm. That's when I was out there. Mm-hmm. Well, well, this is ridiculous. I'm 41 or something years old. I don't even be talking about. You still high got school, it. Baby. It still hits. <laughs> it still hits in the heart. You don't escape it. You can never. I've escaped it, but I do like the. Rem- it is Dude, fun to like joke about. I told you about those uniforms. I had a guy that told me one time. He was like. Oh, can you even move with your pants that tight? Because I had gotten like they had shrunk in the dryer. And I remember that stuck with me so much that even still I'll put on jeans. My pants are always tight. Well, that's because my dick is so big. <laughs> Neanderthal pod. Now, DMs. is that a good uh, is that a good uh, one line? That's one great. Dick, yeah, one yeah, yeah. You're going to be doing the open mic at Rhino next week. I'll see you on Wednesday. I think I got canceled from the Rhino. Oh, no. What'd you do? You say the N word? Never. That's how everybody gets canceled from the rhino. I just said the N-word. Never. <laughs> <laughs> See? And they canceled David Allen Carr. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, and I'm just assuming I did, which I was actually... I didn't know if, if I should bring that up or not in this episode or not, because I was going to say thank you for being here or not. I had a little... Uh, mine, I call this a minor little beef uh-huh. a week or two ago the, uh, uh, on Instagram. Uh, the Rhino just posted, hey, from now on, for our touring shows or shows that you need a ticket to, mm-hmm. you have to have a mac- vaccine yeah. passport, uh-huh. vaccine card, whatever. Or the negative test. Pro- or a negative test. Uh-huh. And all I said was boo. <laughs> do you I not, just said boo. Do you not like? I, I disagree with mandate vaccine mandates. What right? about the negative test, though? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Because who? Well, I gotta get a fucking. How, how, can I have natural immunity? Can I show you when I tested positive? No, but the, like the the thing that's Why like, not? well, because I mean, really, what it is now is like. I mean, I guess you technically could show that you tested positive, but like for me, like a negative test is like easy to get. Like it's like fifteen bucks, right, to get like an at home test that you're like. How often do I gotta do that? It depends on how many shows you're trying to go to. If you're going to a lot of like, all right, shows. But, okay, but if this, but if if the rhino does it. And then all of a sudden, the restaurant next to it says, hey, yeah, I'm going to do that, too, because they're doing it. And then this other place across the street does it and start these little and like fucking chicken pox. It's a fucking virus. And all these other places do it. Now everybody has to fucking have a vaccine fucking passport that, that says now I got to pay at 15 bucks every week to take a test. Well, what, if I'm nat- what if I have natural immunity, which is st- I don't want to get into this whole 
thing. But I, I there's a lot of reasons to be against a vaccine mandate, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah, I think I like I understand as somebody that was raised really conservative and like in that. Like, I don't uh, think it's, a, I don't think, it's no, I don't think it's a conservative thing, but it's thing. a, like the community that I grew up in is like very anti control, anti government, which is an appealing thing about conservatism. Right. And it's a thing that liberals some conservatism, but some conservatives go too far. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and liberals have like the same thing. It's the yeah, thing that we control on both sides. Dude, it's the I'm only, like, the I'm only like, thing that we all have in common is a distrust of the elites. Like we all have like, I wouldn't say all of us. I think, I, yeah, I think it's like a majority, even if people are like listening to whoever you consider to be the elites, there are other elites that they hate. Like, you know, my family is finally starting to say like, Oh, we should tax the rich. And it's like, Oh my God. <laughs> I've been waiting on this my entire life. Like, why are you just now doing it? It's because Tucker Carlson is saying we should tax the rich. It's like we've gotten to a point now as a country, we're more unified on certain things than we ever thought possible, which is like, hey, you know, maybe we should not let Jeff Bezos not pay any income tax and fuck all of us over and the school systems are crumbling. You know, I think that we're getting there, but like. Uh, we're not going to get there with two parties. Yeah, no, that's, it's always been impossible. That was like a, a part of the federalist papers, part of the founding is they were we like, got hey. so close with Ross Perot. They were like, don't do factions. We can't have factions. If we're going to do this, you can't do it. And then we were like, you know, we'd like, we like factions. I think factions yeah. are two the same reason that we fight high schoolers at their dance yeah. <laughs> is because uh. we like dumb groups that aren't really. That so anyways, different. I am against vaccine mandates and, all, and I did look, I wasn't trying to start shit, but I was just trying to voice my opinion. Boo, which I thought is probably the most harmful, harmless thing I could have possibly said, mm-hmm. other than not saying anything, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But hey, perhaps a bunch of other people say boo too, and they get enough people that say, oh, this isn't a great idea. We don't love this. And maybe they change their mind. Yeah, but also, I mean, like, they're, they've been struggling the whole time. So, like, you know that that decision for them to do it, like... That's a bad decision. It's a tough decision, I think, for them to make, like... There's a reason that they're doing it, and it's because I, and they believe the, in it. I I think I think there's no science behind doing it, and I think it's more of a signal. I think it's more of a hey, look what we're doing, look oh. at us. I think it, it's signifying, look what we're doing. No, we're the complying. transmission spread, like the 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 rate of hospitalization for vaccinated people is like exponentially lower than unvaccinated people and so like for me right because those numbers go back to before we even had a vaccine yeah i mean possibly like no what, it is that's been proven like I, I i've got all this like i know i've been studying this shit i fucking hate i've obsessed myself with this and talked about it too much on here but yeah i mean like for me it's like you know at a certain point whatever we have to do that might even work at this point throwing spaghetti against the wall because none of us have any clue what the fuck is going to come out of this besides you know the only thing we have to look back on is 1919 which is like a pretty tough time to like look back to in comparison sure and it's like the same flu we have now the one that kills a bunch of people is like from that time like it all started there and it's like this could be a thing that we just have to deal with forever and so nobody well, we knows know we are for sure nobody knows like how we're Pro- going well to we have probably to... are but we still don't know we don't know how long natural immunity lasts yeah or how like you know that va- we it's... know the vaccine doesn't last as long as natural immunity lasts mm-hmm. they do say the natural immunity is stronger yeah for sure and i think that like but then what i can't get into the rhino because i have natural immunity well, but also I don't it's have like why not yeah i mean it's for me like my entire thought process on it is like why not just get the vaccine i've got every other vaccine i'm just going to get the vaccine 
Like that's a pretty easy call for me. My life has been fine since I got it. Nothing crazy right. has happened and I'm out of shape in general. It has nothing to do with it has absolutely nothing to do with if the vaccine is effective or not. It's the fact that you're not giving some people a choice to do it or not. Like well, you, but you are you that's have, the, that's you, the difference. Like you are. if you no, want to no, no. if you want to come into this establishment, you have to give yourself this jab. You, you have to put this chemical in your body. Well, I don't trust it, I don't want it, or, or I don't need it. Well, but then the argument would be so one, I would disagree fundamentally because you are giving them an option. Like all of the evidence that I've seen says either vaccinated or consistent testing is like critical to stopping the spread, right? Like both of those things together. If you're not vaccinated, you should at least be getting somewhat tested regularly because we know that asymptomatic spreading happens. But like for me, it's, lot, it's like, dude, if, ask of people, is it 15 bucks? If you're like, if you want to go to a con, if you want to go, if you, do you know dude, how my, that, that, if you're trying hey, to go, if you're trying to go to a concert, if you're trying to go to like a comedy show, that's $60 a month. If you're trying to go like, no, 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 that's, that's, that's tough, right yeah. now. But then once it starts spreading to everywhere, what if I have to take a flight? I have to pay an like everywhere I have to go. I have to pay this. Ex- I have to make sure I'm either tested negative or I have to put this chemical in my body that I don't feel like I need. Well, they still have free testing sites. Like they still have ways yeah. to do. So that. now I have to. Now I have to get myself. Now I have to get myself to this testing site and schedule that. Take time out of work. Take yeah. time away yeah. from my family yeah. to get tested. Yeah. Just so I don't have to take the chance of or, this vaccine. That so I here's trust. what I would say. I would say yes to both or you wear a mask and you just go like, okay, this is my commitment. Well, that's a mask it. mandate, but that's different from a vaccine mandate. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you would have to agree to either or. And usually what happens is most people are like, okay, well, that's like the mask mandate isn't going to work. Like people are just going to take it off and sit next well, to whoever. We're doing anyways. Exactly. Like, yeah. And it's then not here's the other thing. Vaccinated people... So, so places like the Rhino, since we're bringing them up, yes, you can only, the only people that can come in here are vaccinated or tested negative people. So you get these vaccinated people in here who can spread the disease Mm -hmm. and you can still catch it. So we only want the vaccinated people in here to spread the disease. Well, the vaccinated people, like the spread is decreased and, but also a little bit for a little bit, but also the hospitalization rate is decreased, which like definitely saves the rest of the system. And the reason that we've had so many deaths is because it's been overburdened. Like I know that for, I don't think that's why I think it's because of the comorbidities that's been associated with it. If you look at most people that are dying, they have about two, what was it? Two point something comorbidities involved with it so they've already have diabetes and they're already overweight or they have cancer or they already have something yeah we have some but you also have like the bartender on 39th that was like fucking ripped in shape fucking died from it the athletic trainer at the college in parkville sure oh sh- there's outliers shape. of course but like i'll give you those outliers that were vaccinated and then uh like 16 year old boys that are getting myocarditis carditis and dying with getting heart attacks yeah and like outliers and all of that stuff are always going to be a case no matter what we do there's right. no like fucking simple solution in this but like the the data for unvaccinated and, and maybe the numbers are like insanely inflated from previously but like a one out of you know, 86,000 chance to be hospitalized whenever you have a vaccine, as opposed to like, you know, just the very high rate that it's been for unvaccinated people that get it. It's like, for me, what step are you going to do to combat it? Mm-hmm. Are you really going to commit to like wearing a mask? Do you really believe that that's a thing? Are you going to get tested regularly? No. Or are you going to get a vaccine? 
And like, I think you've got like, there's either we do one thing or we just accept that like, hey, this is going to be. (laughs) I accept that this is a fucking virus and you're not getting away from it. Oh, dude, we've stopped more than, you know. No, we've stopped a lot. We've done good. By doing things, by taking steps. We didn't do that by just like sitting here and being like, ah, now we shouldn't do anything. We got to do something. We've also done a lot of people. I think most people who have died from this virus have already died from it. You know what I mean? Most of the people. Except for old people who are already dying. Like most people that are dying were already the average age of people that died from COVID were older than the average age of average death in America. Sure. But it was also like the crazy thing to me, and like you had people that compared it to other viruses. And it's like I've been alive for twenty nine. Oh, you can't years. come you can't compare this yeah, to other I've, viruses. I've, this thing's fucking weird. It's crazy. And it I think fucked that me up. For for it me, fucked me up. It's like you've got to be able to take either you sit and you go like, hey, hands up there's nothing we can do we're the greatest nation on earth as society we're the most advanced we've ever been hey there's nothing we can do here (laughs) or there are like steps that we can try to take to combat it and i think if you really want to go to a comedy show if you're like i just gotta go to this comedy show one you can go to the improv and you can go to the comedy club of kc Mm -hmm. and you can not have to do a vaccine mm-hmm. or a test or a mask really mm-hmm. at all. Don't tell them I said that, but you, I mean, like it's not really needed. Well, once you sit down, you don't need a mask anywhere. Yeah. And so that's what's silly about this whole thing. Well, and so that's the thing is like, are we going to really trust government mandate? Cause I think that's a crazy idea. Like we do shows at knuckleheads and it's a small venue yeah. and like I rag on people. I'm like, we don't do vaccine cards here, but like keep on your mask. If you're not drinking, like just keep it on. Cause I don't know who the fuck all of these people are. Like, just do it. It makes me feel better. You but know, if you're vaccinated, why, like, just... That's why I don't check. Be, yeah. yeah, I'm just like... Even vaccinated... So, like, at my venue, at Barrel, if you go to a show, like, you're not going to enjoy it because it's... We have to be... We're a small-ass venue. And from, like, when we I were like sitting that. there trying to... I love to, that. I love that. But when I was thinking about it, I was like, dude, if somebody got hospitalized because they went to a comedy show and I encouraged something... I would feel bad because it's I don't your, trust. It has, it has nothing to do with you. But that it, person put themselves at their own risk. Hey, I don't deem me getting this an, a, 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 an issue. So I'm going to go to this West Barrel Bottoms comedy show because I'm not worried about it. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I got it. Maybe I got it from there. Maybe I got it from somewhere. I just had it a few weeks ago. I don't know where I got it from. I don't care where I got it from. But uh, I what, got it. What uh, what role do we play? So I know that I'm going to sell out every week. Right, I know that every show that I do, right. I'm gonna sell out. You don't play any role. It's not your job to play a role. Well, but see, here's the difference: is it's, like, how do you feel about the seatbelt law in general? Do you have a predisposition to oppose it because it is a mandate? I don't. Or yeah, yeah, are you I okay with it because it's decreased uh, deaths? I don't think it should be a law. So that's where I think we'll have a fundamental disagreement is like, you think it should be a law? Yeah, I think it's, you should, I should get a ticket if I don't get it. Yeah. I think if you, well, don't Hey, what happens? What happens if I don't pay my, my ticket? Well, what I would honestly say is, uh, but what happens if I don't pay my seatbelt ticket? Then it just goes up to 50 bucks. Then what happens if I don't pay that 50 bucks? Uh, then it stays at 50 bucks. No, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I no. no what happens if I don't pay it? If I never pay that ticket, probably you end up with a, Stop, stop, Charles. I want to talk to him. No, I'm trying to figure out. What happens? I have no idea. You don't? No. Do you get a warrant? Maybe you should think about that. What if I get a warrant? Yeah. For what? Not paying that seatbelt ticket because I didn't wear a seatbelt? Yeah. What if I don't... What if I run from that warrant? Yeah, then you get arrested for it. Yeah. Now I have to go see a judge? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Can I go to jail? Mm Mm-hmm. I should go to jail 
because I didn't wear a seatbelt? What if I am ridiculous? Steven, what if I'm ridiculously poor and I'm super fucking busy? I cannot afford to take any time off from feeding my fucking kids Mm -hmm. and my payments and my I'm barely scraping by on welfare. Now I got to go hopefully see this judge because I didn't wear a goddamn Mm seatbelt. Now I'm going to go to jail. Mm hmm. You're okay with people going to jail for not wearing a seatbelt? No, I think we have a like a I, I but definitely. That, but, but you understand where that goes? Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. I definitely think that's, that we have a that's problem. That's the point. With, is that's the point because you think somebody should have to wear a seatbelt? What if I get? In a, it has not. I'm not harming anybody but himself, but myself in that fucking car. If I get in a car accident, but the death rates from fatality. Well, I don't the care. Fatalities that, I don't from, give a fuck. I'm I'm rolling the dice, and that's my business. No, no, no. What I'm saying is the fatalities from car accidents since that law has been instituted like those deaths have decreased of course they have yeah quite a bit also because technology has increased i'm for wearing a seatbelt yeah yeah if yeah. you're riding with me you're wearing a seatbelt right i will mandate you to wear one in my so, car so in your but in honestly your, i really won't if you don't wear one in my car I won't mandate you. I'll still take you wherever the fuck you want. If it's somebody I care about, if it's somebody I care about, I'll mandate them. And if it's somebody I don't, I'm like, yeah, don't wear your seatbelt. That's fine. I'm a dangerous driver. You could fucking figure it out. I let whoever. Like it's up to you. Hit the airbag. I don't give a shit. (laughs) But the point is, it shouldn't be up because my point is, it should be up to the person. I am for fuck. I'm for I'm for vaccines. I think people should probably get most people. Most people should get vaccinated Mm -hmm. for sure. Everybody should wear a seatbelt. But if you don't want to for whatever your fucking reason. Okay, I don't think you should go to prison for it. Definitely, and I I, I don't want to see that happen. You know, I think I'm sure that's extremely rare. But that well, is it, the line of travel that rules and regulations like that, mandated by the government, lead to. If you don't do this, look how fucking min, minuscule that is. Wearing a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, you could actually end up in prison because you decide not to pay this, 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 this. Right. This. And that's definitely a bigger indictment on our justice system and the way that that operates. That as a poor person, if I go right, in front of the Right, but that's why judge, you don't make those rules because of our justice system is like that. Well, like that. and I think the other way to look at it is like how many people have gone to prison over a seatbelt. I don't know what the numbers are. My guess is. Very small. Very incredible more than one charles hit it for me (laughs) do some research but i would guess my initial inclination haven't looked at the data didn't know we were going to have this conversation my my initial inclination would be to like maybe three people have gone to jail for three too many that is and i would definitely agree (laughs) that that is three too many but i would probably say that between the technology and the law uh the deaths have decreased like tremendously and I would say the bigger issue that we both have is with the justice system and the fact that you could go to jail for a parking ticket or for a speeding ticket or for any type of well, that's where all anything, of this comes anything to, that's going to remotely fine, you know, and that could because lead it all to becomes this money and power. Yeah, and that's where which, it all which leads back to, that. and that's where I'm. But that's why I'm against all of this. But shit. you can't do that for local businesses that are just like all we know is that we want to stay in business. All we know is we want okay. to be around. No, and the only that. thing that we've learned as a business, the only thing that we've seen is there are three options that work, mass mandate, vaccine, or negative COVID test. And you go like, okay, hey, if you want to go to our show, not the government, if you want to go to our show, this is what we think we're going to try and do. 
Like this is the only way that we see that it's fair. And if you don't want to go, it's like, dude, there's so many live streaming options. Like you can watch the Neanderthal podcast on what are you watching? Not YouTube. Where are you at? Where's this going? Oh, okay. No, you can listen to it anywhere, but if you want to watch it, that's on Patreon. That's cool. Oh, that means my kids won't see this. Hell yeah. Unless they want to pay a dollar a month. That's what I do. (laughs) I have so many comedians that talk shit. Oh my God. I shouldn't say this on, but let's hear some, let's go away from the uh, the controversial shit. Come Come on. The comedians that talk shit. They come here for David Allen Coe and the controversial shit. That's what I, I think it is indicative that this year is, uh, all of this is so insane. And I was thinking about, I was at a bar, uh, in where were we at? We were just out of town. You're just not going to stop. You're not, I was, you're not going to vaccinate yourself out of this pandemic. Oh, it's I was in Lincoln. Just, I think, you know, you're just going to have to, uh, you know, at a certain, we've never lived in a country that has tried to work together to solve an issue. Like not really. Right. Like we don't have like war bonds. We don't have like, Hey, recycle. We don't have like, Hey, you know, you should, uh, we're going to do home cooked meals or let's ride share to save money for the war efforts. I don't know. I like would we say World War, what about, it was sort of World War One, World War Two. That's it. So that's what I'm saying. So since then, we, like, then we were, like, working together. We're like, oh, we're going to, Rosie you the know, Riveter. do this kind of thing, this kind of, like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to operate together. And we haven't done that in a hundred years. 9-11, we got, we got, 9-11, 9/11 we all got American flag tattoos and Old Navy made a killing out of these colors don't run. Well, <laughs> there was a sense in the country of a, of, of a coming together. But what were we? Solidarity. Yeah, but we weren't, like, taking steps, you know, as a unified front to like combat this thing. And this is the first time. And I think that makes a lot of it, people join the military. That is true. A lot that of is people. True. They're like, let's fucking go. Yeah. The most, uh, that or the oil field. I had a bunch of people that joined Halliburton cause they were going over there. Uh, it was like everybody that I knew in high school either joined the air force or they joined Halliburton and all of them went to Afghanistan. That, that makes all... sense. What happened to you? You went to, uh, I went Louisiana to college. Tech. Yeah. I went to college and then, uh, started, I was getting a degree in teaching because I knew I needed, I was going to major in poli sci. Okay. And then my debate coach in high school was like, why would you major in something that qualifies you to eat Doritos on the couch? Like it was like, it gives you, what's that? There's no, there's no, like, I can't hold on. Not the, I've had a few, I'm a few whiskeys in deep here. Uh, What is like the, the, what did he say? You're going to eat Doritos on the couch. It qualifies you. What's the qualifying that of between a, a, getting education to be a teacher that like, when i graduate college as, a as far teacher, as economically aren't you guys making similarly as somebody that eats doritos on the couch absolutely that's <laughs> i just have benefits i get the health insurance from all the doritos okay. that i'm consuming <laughs> they like his argument was just like oh, i salute my brother oh yes please. I, this isn't i I'm, I'm having fun with this conversation oh yeah no this i was is... in speech and debate this is just like okay, having good. argumentative conversations okay. or any type of disagreements i like awesome. healthy disagreements that's what i this is fun man. i'm really glad i hope i, w- I wish i would have had you on sooner dude i hope your patreon people enjoy <laughs> i, I dude, this, oh, this... the only reason why i switched from youtube to patreon is because most people listen to this. So a lot of yeah. people will listen to this. Yeah. Not terribly amount of people will watch this. Watching something is just hard to do. You a know? podcast it is. It's made yeah. for listening. Yeah. Unless it's like a really well, even then, man, like it's even like even the then. Rogan podcast, is this like, is, it's I, the same. What's it? There's no difference between my setup and Rogan's setup as far as podcasting goes. Yeah. There's a camera on you. There's a camera on me. There's a camera on both of us switching. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. That's the only difference. And it's like, 
it's great. It looks cool. The reason that I know the podcast is because I've seen it. When you see something, it makes it easier to huh. connect with. How about your boy? Well, like Instagram, anything you post on social media. I'm Instagrammable, you know? baby. Hey, look, you're doing Google it. Google me, baby. <laughs> DM me. We'll go get Mockingbird margaritas. We'll go look at the patio. <laughs> Ladies, I will. <laughs> if you want to be a guest on the podcast, it'll be a Patreon-only episode, and you're the subscriber. <laughs> there are Patreon-only episodes. You give these women That's $5 a month. <laughs> $5 a month for Patreon-only, $1 a month for video oh nice yeah that's spicy and you get a cool little i'll give you one right now what you got i got yeah. hey i got you a little Ooh, magnet little of my neanderthal axe look at yeah, that yeah, yeah that's nice what put I, it on your fridge uh, do i did i bring any surprises Whoa, really Ooh. there we go i got merch oh sweet there you go it's already bent in my pocket formerly fat steven formerly fat steven nice i'll put that over look at that that's beautiful I'm going to put this on my fridge. I have three magnets on my fridge, and they're all for Papa John's. (laughs) (laughs) That was my first job in Leavenworth. Oh, man. No wonder you hated Leavenworth. Uh, Second job. My first job was Applebee's in Leavenworth. Well, my first job in Leavenworth was Applebee's. Applebee's is the worst Mm. restaurant of all time. Not in the late nineties. Oh yeah, that was not when it Leavenworth. Was. <laughs> <laughs> it was that in uh, what's the fire station? Firehouse Subs? No, a real fire station in Leavenworth. It's a real fire station turned restaurant. Oh, it's in old Leavenworth, old downtown Leavenworth or something. Oh like that. man, was but it good? It was good for Leavenworth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Damn. So I worked at that. Uh, my fr- and then I had in. Uh, so I worked. At one of the malls in Bossier, and I worked at the Gap, and then at a different mall in a Shreveport mall. What's the Hood Mall in Shreveport? Uh, is that the Ghetto? It's Ghetto. Saint Vincent. Saint Vincent. Yes, I worked at that Foot Locker. Oh hell yeah! There you go. And you know what it was like being a white boy working in that yep. mall when the Jordans came you actually, out. You actually just looked like a referee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you just fit in perfectly. Yeah, you didn't like, look like you worked at the store. Oh, when the Jordans came out, I was like, yeah, it was funny. That is a fucking spectacular day. Like you were gonna go judge upward basketball. Oh my gosh! Did y'all I, have upward basketball the church league? Oh yeah, those kids suck. Okay. Dude, any kid that ends up in the church league of basketball is terrible. They have no idea what to do. The coaches are just other youth group members. It is awful. You got to do parks and rec or you got to do AAU. Don't put your kid in at the church. God will help them do a lot of things, but play basketball is not one. <laughs> Can't do it. All right, so how long have you been doing comedy? Like, What got you into doing stand-up? Uh, You're uh, very funny. So off mic... Uh, I should say it on Mike too. I think you're hilarious. Thank you. One of the funniest comics in Kansas City. Appreciate like, it. Like no bullshit. So anyone out there, if you ever hear of him, see him. Do you have any? You don't have anything out there that people can check out, do you? Dude, it's so hard to put stuff out these days because, like, I mean, the no, tr- it's not. Get out of here, you know, dude. It's the, rule, the opposite. The it's rule, easy. Well, that's the thing. It's so easy that it becomes a problem because for comics, okay, you don't want to put shitty shit out there. Not even just shitty shit, but I don't want to put shit out there that somebody else can take, right? <sighs> like, you have to one, it memes okay. and all of this other stuff like get hijacked so constantly. Okay, the most stuff I put out is like I'll put out dumb ideas on Twitter. But like as far as recording, uh, all of my videos are unlisted, and I use them to submit to bookers. 
I think I have like a five minute clip that's like available for people to watch now. That stuff oh, that wow. I don't like do as much. Okay. But the traditional rule in comedy is once it's recorded, it's done. It's done. You know, it's Retired. not, you can't do music where you're just like playing the hits. Right. It's like, yo, I know this joke. You hear that, Charles? You can't play wet, wet once and then just drop it. You no. You play wet, wet all the time. Wet, 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 wet. Keep it going. It needs to, is that yeah. your song? Is that, That's one on. of his songs. All right. Send that to me. Will you link that to me right now? I need more local music in my nice. life. There you go. But like, and I'm going to listen to it more than once. I promise. <laughs> Son, assassin. <laughs> hey, he does local hip hop right here. This guy's a local hip hop artist. Come on. Kelly Slater catching waves. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. There it is. He's good. I haven't had a we Kelly have a song. We have a song together, but it's dark as fuck. It's dark. Hey, it's, dark. it's real as fuck. It's oh, real yeah. and it's dark. Who's a, uh, who's your favorite local artist? Out. Oh. Not you. Don't get salty, Charles. Like, Charles goes not me. Charles, don't get fucking salty and butt hurt. I don't have a favorite. I have favorites. Uh huh. Charles, I like a lot of your shit. I fucking I'll listen to your shit. That's it. I don't have favorite anything though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't have a favorite. I don't have a favorite anything. I don't have a favorite style of food. I don't have a favorite style of music. Too limiting. I don't have a, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, there's, so it's like, I don't have a favorite, like, who's the hottest chick ever? There's no hottest chick Eva ever. Longoria. Like, there's hot chicks ever. Yeah, Eva you're Longoria wrong. Is a goddamn, you're wrong. I'm not wrong. There's the hottest woman of all time. How about how about not Natalie Dude, Portman? All right, name four more. All right, Charles, I'm putting you on the spot. Name four women hotter than Eva Longoria. Are you kidding? This me? will be the thing that I actually get mad about. <laughs> like, there's different. Like, for, like for me, Britney Spears, nah. Christina Aguilera. I mean, they're hot. They're uh, definitely like hot. Natalie Portman. It's hot. Like, like Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale's hotter than the Eva Longoria. Yeah, crazy. This is and more talented. And more talented. Halle okay, Berry's a dime piece. Right. Like, there's right. just... And, but, but they're you know not hotter. I would like... Hey, hey. All these women we've named, they're not hotter. They're all tens. They're just different. So that's my thing. There's not mo there's not one favorite. Like Jessica Simpson in her prime doing Dukes of Hazard. Get the fuck out of here. Get that. Oops, I did it again. Britney Spears. Oh, get the I, fuck that's out the here. wrong music video. The I don't wrong know. Music it's video. not. Uh, well, What's the are, hottest Britney Spears music video? Toxic. What's the toxic? Yeah, okay. Okay. Toxic. <laughs> I, think, I think I think that's a. Have you heard Calvin Arsenia's version of toxic? Actually, I might. He's a local guy, right? Yeah, he's a local. He plays harp. Yeah, I have. But he does a version of Toxic yeah, yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. cool. But the Toxic music video, I think, is number two because my sexual awakening okay. was I'm a Slave. The one okay. with the yeah. belly dancing For and you, the sweat and the snake. And the, snake. Yep. the snake. I don't even like snakes, but you I was like, now. I'm a big fan of it's that. It's a metaphor, my friend. Yeah, it's that's a it. Metaphor. That's it. I just wanted it to just. just God, dude, there's something about it. I had a snake on me at the school. The school has a snake, and I put it on me, and I was like, this is the hottest I've ever felt. You have no idea the – so if anybody who intimately knows me knows that my lifelong crush and love is Britney Spears. Yeah. Because, again – Were you free Britney? Yeah, of course. I, I should have worn my shirt. I should have worn my Britney shirt. I wish I would have paid more attention to that whole thing. But just, just from, like – I've been a fan of hers since she, like, you know, I was a couple years older. She was like, when she first blew on the scene, I was like 19. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, her 
and Christina Aguilera. They came at the same time. Christina came. Christina right. came slightly right. after. Slightly after, but it was like, "Whoa, who is this?" Like, yeah. like, like, like Britney Spears was like, "Oh my god, everyone Oops, loves I, that." Not, not knows. And then Genie in a bottle pops off, and it's like, "Oh shit, I gotta." Am I team Christina or am I team Britney? Yep. My confident, cocky ass was like, I'm team both. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. You had both of their posters above your bed. <laughs> On the back. You know what's funny? That's so funny you say that. I was a wild, stupid fucking child. Uh-huh. I was. When I was like living in Wyandotte, off State Avenue, when I was a fucking 18, after moving out of fucking Leavenworth, one of my very first posters, my, you want to know what my... Are you interested in what a 19-year-old's fucking bedroom looks like in 1999? I had just... I went to basic training in the Army. I, I went all through basic training. They said, Private, you have no military bearing. I need you to go repeat basic training. Or you can get out, and it'll be like you've never came. It's called a Chapter 11. Oh, fuck. So you did eight weeks essentially for nothing. Oh, not for nothing. It was fun. I had fun. That was my problem. I had fun. You're not at supposed basic training. You're not supposed to have fun at basic training. Dude. I had so much fucking fun. I had so much fun. I had so much fun. It was a joke because I'm. I was a very. I'm not tooting my horn, but I was a really good athlete. Yeah. And so basic training was a joke yeah. for me. I got uh, here's a good story. Um. Uh. So in basic training, there's different running groups. You wake up at like it's a butt crack. I don't know. Four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Too and, early. And you do and you go running and then you do PT. And I'm a really good runner. I woke up early and there's so they have an A, B, C, D group of running. The D group, you're basically walking. I don't know how far that is, but it's you're fucking walking like probably a thirteen minute mile or uh-huh. something garbage. Uh-huh. And then the A minute. You don't have to call me garbage on mic. You don't have to. <laughs> I ran a 5K in about an hour and a half. Come on. What are you? <laughs> I hope that's not true. No, it was like 45 minutes. Still long. Still long. That's kind of long. Dude, that's so long. <laughs> that's kind of long. I was also 330 pounds. So that's I was good like, then. I was like that's churning fucking good. them out. 330, that's pretty good. And then. it was a color run. I was just colored in. All right. That's red good. I'm, yeah. I'm not mad at that. Look, I'm mad at it, but that's great. No, that's good. <laughs> and then the eight, and I was, I, I ran, I, I'm going to be completely 100% honest. I was in the B group. In the B group, I don't know what that was. But it was like a jog. I couldn't do it. I was like, I'm, I'm bored of this. I can do this and it's easy, but I can't do this. Get me in the A group. So I put myself in the A group and you're sprinting. And I, I honestly don't remember how far we ran, but it was probably thinking back on it. It's probably a 5K. Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably a 19 minute 5K. Mine was how long? 45 minutes, a 19-minute 5K. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's it's fast. What is this? Two and a half, like two, That's prob- 3.2 miles? Yeah. Okay. So it's like, you know, a little six and a half minute mile-ish, uh-huh. probably something like that. Yeah, so yeah. You're, you're cooking, but yeah. it's not like you can't do it. And so I was in that group. Mm-hmm. Well, when you went to Chow, A group got to have dessert. Oh, shit. B, C, D. Uh-uh. Do not fucking even look at dessert or you're fucked. Oh, my God. Well, I was a little shit talker. I guess that makes sense. Some people didn't. 
I was, look, <laughs> when I look back at my basic training time, I could do a whole podcast on it. Like, I, there's a good reason I got busted for wanting to, needing to go redo it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I skated corners. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, I got, I had an ingrown toenail and I had to go get surgery on it and they had to take my, so I had to go off, I had to go away from all of the basic training people and go on to the normal Air Force base to their doctor and the bus network. And I did what you're not allowed to do. I got off the bus and went to a commissary and stocked up on a bunch of candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm trying to get back into group B. You're not. No, no. That's my bargaining. That was my bargaining money. You're not allowed to have contraband. That oh, was contraband. it's your dessert. You become a dealer. Yes. Oh, my so God. I started dealing contraband <laughs> when I got back. So I came back. I had the worst pain to this day. The worst pain in my life was having my my big toe ingrown tail nail tail nail tail toenail toenail removed. They gave me a shot into the front. Yeah. Into the back. Da, 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 da. I had like three or four shots in my toe, my big Dude. toe. I won't get it. I've I've had ingrowns, and like I just went and got a pedicure the other day because oh. I was like I just need like the pressure relieved nice. because I was like nice. I, I've had a lot of friends that have talked about doing that surgery and they talk about how bad it hurt. And I was like, dude, I'm a giant bitch. I am a six. <laughs> It'll put you down. I'm a six foot three baby back bitch, dude. I don't do needles. I've given plasma, but that's because I'm poor. Like that's the only. <laughs> Dude, hey, look, the struggle is the struggle is the struggle, man. You can only do what you can do, you know? <laughs> but, like, it it was just uh, any type of fucking that idea to me that I was going to have to get a shot. Because I was, like, playing basketball and I would start crying because the ingrown toenail hurts so bad. Yeah. I mean, it's an insane feeling. It's a terrible feeling. It's brutal. It's the worst. It's brutal. And you're like, I'll do anything to do this, but I won't do that. I won't get needles put all right, through. I know, exactly. I won't get it put <laughs> all the way through my toes. Like, I'll just pay some lady to just kind of fix it a little bit. Maybe it won't solve it forever. I'm on if, that. If I do it every month and a half. That is that is actually very, very smart. Yep. And I did a video on YouTube recently at Ryan West, a YouTube channel.com about getting pedicures for that reason. Uh-huh. But when, I, when you're 18 and you're in basic training and you have to march, you have to run every day. Wet socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You wear nylons under your socks. Nylons on your socks are supposed to prevent ingrowns. Really? Yep. That was the rumor we did it. That's and why they it's wear them with heels. Yep. Probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I couldn't handle it anymore. I was like, I'll, I, and I didn't know what, what I was going to get, what I was in for, but I was like, if I get some time off of basic training, like, all right, let me go explore the base for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. Why not? And so I come back with contraband, and then in the bunk area, you've got the, uh, what are those ceilings with the squares? Oh, the, in every uh, school, you know, yeah, they got the yeah, squares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got ceiling tiles. Yeah, the ceiling tiles. So I put all my fucking. Yeah. And so in basic training, there's a thing called fire drill. Uh huh. And so what that is is you have shifts during the night when you're supposed to be sleeping. You go to bed at like nine o'clock and wake up at like five o'clock. I like my sleep. Yeah. I ain't trying to do fire drill. Fire drill, you wake up at like two. And you have to wake up and stay awake for like an hour and you have to go around to every single dorm room and look with your flashlight to see if anybody's out of their bunk or up to anything. 
and make sure there's no fire because if there's just, a fire, you wake everybody up. Fire, fire, let's fucking go. They're just creating but really, narcs. Yeah, they're creating our narcs, oh. and it's just and and it's really just creating jobs and intensity and shit like that. Yeah. Well, I was like, yo, guys, I got Snickers, I got Kit Kats, I got Starburst. What you fucking need? Because I do not want fire drill. Yeah. So I started. Dealing, I would get out of every little fucking chore. Beautiful. I wouldn't go. Uh, KP kitchen duty. Yep. I wouldn't do that Beautiful. fucking shit. I was just dealing. That was my currency. You're just the military industrial complex. If they did, <laughs> yes. if they did the heavyweights movie, if they did, have y'all seen heavyweights? Uh, uh-uh. heavyweights. heavyweights. That's that original Judd Apatow movie. And Ben huh? Stiller is the, uh, absolutely. Yeah. This More is, of this West bottom. Dude, whiskey that whiskey's so fucking good. You I actually don't even, like it. All it's right. great. It is good. I am so glad that you're not just saying that. No, dude, I support, Every that's the cool thing about the West Bottoms too is every yeah. business down there is good. Like I don't know, like a there are probably a couple. I'm probably talking very out of pocket and generalized, <laughs> but like compared to other areas of town where you're like, yeah, that place kind of sucks. Yeah, that place kind of sucks. When you go to the West Bottoms, it's like every bar down there is fucking cool. Like the breweries are cool. Stockyards Brewery is cool. Panthers Place. Panthers Place is Southwest, so that's not the West Bottoms. Really? It's like, yeah, that's Lemonade considered- Park. Lemonade Park is uh, uh, West Bottoms, but Panther's Place, which is a very cool bar, is, um, I guess that'd be considered like West Side. That'd be like, because it's just west of the crossroads. It's over there by Southwest Boulevard, where all the Mexican restaurants are. The best. Dude, they're so good. Some of the best. They don't fuck with El Torito. No. They can't handle handle that avocado salsa. Uh Uh-uh. Dude. If you live near Independence Avenue. No. If you live in Kansas City. Just go to El Torito. It's so good. That in San Antonio's in KCK. My kids uh, from Guatemala. I, a- uh, I would be remiss if I did not mention former guest chef Tony Gordon. St- uh, Instagram Street Eats S T R E A T S or Street something. Streets. Like Streets. Uh, he does the. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh shit! What are they called? The uh, those taco a uh, barilla. Barilla tacos. Barilla tacos. Barilla. Barilla tacos. You got to order them on Instagram and show up to his house and he runs them out to you. Oh, tight. Super fucking gangster. Like, That's nice. Low key. That's good. And if you see his Instagram, he's blowing up. Yeah. He's been blowing up. Dude, that stuff is cool, man. Those people that figured that stuff out over yeah. the pandemic. Yep. Like, yo, hey, I'm doing house pizzas. You're, like, you're just making yeah. house pizzas? And you're like, yeah, I'm making house pizzas. It's like, yeah, well, if I'm going to go to Papa Murphy's, I might as well go get house pizzas. Support real local. Yeah, dude. Support real local. Also, on the off chance, fuck Papa Murphy's. What a weird business I plan. I do not is. like Papa Murphy's. I don't understand that at all. And so many people vouch for it. Uh, like, shout piece. out to you, by the way, Stephen Taylor. I believe during the pandemic, didn't you kind of start locally... A stand, uh, an open mic, like outside. <laughs> yeah, we did a drive-in. Drive-in. We bought an FM transmitter. Did you get that idea from Bert Kreischer, Mm-mm. or was that just organic? No, we had talked about it. So, I uh, I wasn't raised in the church, but I started the church when I was in high school, um, and I got like pretty big into it, and then fell out pretty soon thereafter. But congratulations! My, yeah, no, it was a great. I it was much later for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How long did it take for you? When did you? Off and on. I was off forever. Uh-huh. Then I got on at a late age uh-huh. for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and then I realized this shit's silly and I got out. 
I like uh, some churches, like the church that I was going to. When churches I first, are great. When I moved up here, well, that's a very broad term as well. <laughs> churches I know can of, be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, caveat. I churches had, can be great. So the they one, can be fun. I started going to one in 2016, and they were talking a bunch of ah, shit. Ah, fuck that. Fuck churches. They were talking a bunch of <laughs> shit about, uh, uh, what was it, about the Trump travel ban, and they were talking about how, like, oh, you Jesus. know, you got to go, you got to go protest. Like, well, you, you need know, to go. Uh, George Soros was running that and funding that, by the way. Did we, I was about to say, did we go back to this? No, I'm just kidding. Hold on, wait. Let me let me see if I have that Glenn Beck book in my backpack. No, just, yeah, I, I was thinking what these people were saying. Uh, I don't, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's exactly. Yeah, they were Agenda 21. Yeah, yeah, this I is the UN is creating. The UN's trying to send over Muslims to take over the country. Is yes, what these people I almost were. got in a fight in a doctor's office with a 65-year-old man over some over this exact Dude, thing. it's my my the reason I got out of politics is because tribalism. The, the common person it it became no longer was it the it's a tropes. It's a trope. Yeah, no longer was it like, oh, this is a crazy person that thinks every conspiracy theory is true. It became every single person that wants to be involved thinks that these conspiracy theories are true like and it was always different ones but it was like well don't you George know uh, obama was born in kenya that was all like birtherism <laughs> right. and even for like you know unbelievable dude even like <laughs> both sides it just became very much conspiratorial and yeah. like oh there's a and it's the same thing that you're looking for when you go to church is like i just want to be a part of something that's bigger than me exposing the truth to this power that is over right. me right like that's all a conspiracy People that are very big into it. Some conspiracies are true. You you know, we That's the thing that gets we've, that's we've, squirrely, right? Is when you get the Gulf of Tonkin. Yeah, when you get like the CIA being Northwoods. Like, yeah, there Operation, are aliens. Operation Northwoods. Look, when you get now that maybe these aircrafts are not of this of this yeah, world. They go, Hey, yeah, there are aliens and you go, Yeah, we knew. They we don't figured. say they're not aliens. They don't say that. No, they say they're they say that they're extraterrestrial No, no, no. They said they could possibly be out of this world, but they don't completely solidify it. They're very careful. Really? They're very careful with how they word things. But like, even that it's like, yeah, some of that stuff can't be true. What I've settled on and like the place that I kind of rest is like interdimensional. Once I get confirmation that it's true, then I'll give a fuck. But I have so much outside, like in my own personal life that like I can barely keep control of that. It's like, I don't care. Like whatever, like when Epstein stuff was going on and people were like, I have opinions. I was like, I couldn't have less opinions about this. I was like, it just doesn't involve me in any way. And I'm just trying to like keep my business afloat and keep my comedy career going and showing up to work every day. It's like, I don't have the energy for that. And when I saw everybody in politics was like, I have an opinion and you need to hear it. And it's about this thing that's bigger than you. And I was like, I got everything's like, bigger than us. This feels like church. What are we? Everything's this, bigger than us. It feels like, you know, I'm about to have to pay you for you to talk to me. Yeah. Like, well, I you, wanna... you, I, I didn't mention this before you came on the podcast, but you do have to pay me to be on here. Oh, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> I'm going to subscribe to the Patreon for the dollar. I'm not doing the $5 tier. <laughs> <laughs> Just subscribe on the uh, free app on the. You know, uh, I'm watching the Spotify. video just so I can see myself. That's gonna be what it is. I'm gonna. Is there an option where I can choose one camera? Uh, you look goddamn handsome you with look, your little golf. My little golf shirt. shirt. Uh-huh. You like? You like this thrift shirt shop? I did. You get that from the thrift shop? Thrift shop shirt. I saw you at the Rhino wearing. What was it? It was like a funny. It was a, you specifically wore it for a laugh. 
maybe a sweater, like a tight little sweater or a female sweater. Do you remember doing something like, like that? Like a cardigan? Yeah, maybe something like that. I used that. to wear a cardigan on stage a lot. and I would Or be... a cat suit. Did you have a cat something? I had a... Not a cat suit, but like, like a cat leopard print type thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a, 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 a leopard like blouse. Okay. That's... Like a cheetah blouse. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And I was trying to make it work for a little bit. I was trying to like... Uh, bring it on stage a couple of times. But then at a certain point, you're just a man in a cheetah blouse. And you're like, I don't want to be doing this. It's hot. <laughs> it's like a it's a hot blouse, you know? Can I get back on the uh, maybe me getting canceled from Rhino? Please. Because <laughs> we did uh, this. This podcast is is quite well known for going off in tangents. Where sure. We just go on a road and then we just split off on these, like, these dirt roads. And I'm taking it. It's like sponsored bangs. by Not the Rhino. If you look over my left shoulder here. <laughs> it is. Oh, you did a show at the Rhino. Yeah. So look, you're you're in. Nobody gives a fuck. I love the Rhino. The Rhino's but great. But then they do vaccinated thing and all I said was boo. Uh-huh. To show and I didn't think it was that big of a big deal. Did they yell at you? That's all I care about. Did they Very good question. They did not. Then you're fine. Yeah, you could be. I think <sighs> Look, if you pulled that shit at the barrel, if the barrel made a post, which we've made a post that was like, Hey, you need vaccine mandates. If you were to get comment on their boo, I would comment like sucks to suck, right? Like that would be like my Should idea. I invite <laughs> This is a good start. My guess is going to be no. I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> Should I bring whatever the fuck his name is? No. On? <laughs> I, first of all, watch your goddamn mouth. Should I bring whatever the hell his name no, is? No, on? no, 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 no. Because no. I mean, absolutely no, absolutely no disrespect. No, you've just said. If this was the guy from Top Five Kansas City's Listicle Testicle podcast, fuck that fucking piece of shit. Fuck him. Uh, whatever his name is, more more than Patrick or something like that. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you know, I ain't worry about that piece of shit. Uh, God damn it! The guy that does Aaron Scarborough's podcast with him, he runs the Rhino. Yeah, I like him. Uh-huh. Ben. He, uh huh. Ben. Ben. God damn, he does. Uh, his his last name rhymes went. with his first name. Ben went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben went. I like him. Ben's great. I like him. Yeah. He didn't say anything, and I'm not trying to throw if him he, under the if bus. If he didn't say anything, then you're fine. I'm, but I don't know if he like thinks. I uh, now that some shit happened with me and this Patrick. Moreland fella mm-hmm. or whatever started like he was protecting. So when I, when I said happens. boo, so when I said boo, this guy said uh, the p- top five me, Kansas City podcast just... guy goes, "Oh, I heard he goes. I heard something like I heard you were a cool guy, but now you're using the platform to shit on local businesses." Uh huh. And I was like, "Well, I don't. I disagree with it." I, oh, my response was. I'll give you my top five reasons why I'm against it. Yeah. Because that's what his podcast Uh is. And he goes, oh, like my podcast, go ahead. I'm like, look, I'm not actually going to start a whole fucking COVID-19 vaccine, non-vaccine 
a comorbidity, natural immunity discussion on this dude's fucking Instagram page. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah, because nobody here is. And that's not what we're here for. Scientists and I'm not, gonna or... do, not only that, but it's more than just fucking text based. Yeah. You lose too much shit in text form. You need to have a real conversation. Sure. And he goes, well, that sounds like somebody that can't give me five reasons. I'm like, ah, get the fuck out of here. Can I ask one question? Uh, ask all was all of this over social media? On Instagram. Yeah, then it's not real. None of that, none of that exists at all. Like you and Patrick may have beef, but that beef only exists in like, what's his name? It's Patrick. I think. Okay. Yeah. The beef would only exist. I don't have beef with this fucking dude. I mean, I don't like the fucking, that sounds like, (laughs) I don't have beef. I've got chicken. Okay. I've got like, it's like grade B beef. (laughs) It's grade B beef. Great B me. God damn, this whiskey's good. <laughs> but yeah, dude, anything that happens over social media is not real. You know, like, yeah, I do. I sympathize with a business making a decision that they think is tough because they think that it's the best choice. I sympathize with too. I just disagree with and that I get, decision. And you're allowed to like disagree and not like and it. I'm disappointed and, in it. You know, but you're and, right. He can do what he wants, but I think you're like, why alienate a certain sect of people? Why not accept everybody? Well, and it's like, I mean, Nobody, I still, nobody's going to places only for the reason that they are vaccine mandated only places nobody's going to that. I will say, I will say, even if it's a placebo effect, when I do shows, when I do shows at the barrel, I feel like I'm like, Oh, this feels very safe. Like this is the first time in since the pandemic, because we were also doing live stream shows. So you have to remember we're doing shows without an audience, which is like, that's haunting stupid it and it was fun that's gotta be so hard dude it was so hard we would only have the performers in there and we gave them all clappers so they could actually make noise you know because it's, a doctor afterwards dude i mean honestly like oh, we not would, the like, clap no 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 no. <laughs> i got that before the pandemic <laughs> hey. hey do you know why they call it clap me. by the way because when why? you get it when you pee it hurts and you clap what is it very, very close. Oh, is it really? Very close. Ooh, okay. So when guys would get the clap, apparently your dick hurts so much because there's like pus in there and you just want to squeeze it out. So what you do was you would clap your, you put your dick in one hand and then you would clap it with the other one because you would get relief of getting that fucking pus and shit out of there. Dude. And it feel and that like that's what you want. And, and if you Wikipedia, you're going to see stories of, of guys putting their dicks in in boat oars oh my god dude boat paddles like <sighs> in books like take a book and a table like this per this table will be perfect for the clapper <laughs> do it out come on. That, i'm not doing it come on look if anybody here turn around if anybody here has the clap <laughs> you're not off <laughs> You're not a- you're, hey, ladies, ladies, look. Uh, if, you're, ladies, DM me. if you're gonna DM us, look, bring a condom to Mockingbird Lounge. Oh, <laughs> uh, you. <laughs> this is the podcast yes. with the scoops, baby. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This is actually very funny that you bring this up. I. <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. I've never been more excited. <laughs> I have rolled. The dice, a time or two. You roll that dice, you raw dog it. Uh-huh. Let me tell you. With somebody that you know, you shouldn't be raw dogging. Not necessarily you shouldn't know. You just hope. You hope against hope. 
oh, I haven't had sex with anybody in six more months. And it's You're like, I've seen time. your Instagram story. Oh, this is the first time I've done this. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume not every episode is like, I don't have to clap, but I have been close. I've never. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird podcast. Oh, my <laughs> God. I've never done this before. <laughs> so I had this uh, young. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I had this young who is lady. This, who is this podcast sponsored by? The, the West Bottoms West Whiskey, Bottoms Co- whiskey <laughs> Company. Look, if you're gonna have some whiskey, get two fingers deep. Don't get the All clap. Right? Don't get the clap. Just fap. Okay, West Bottoms Whiskey Co. <laughs> uh, formerly Fast Steven Would you like some more, dude? I, you know, honestly, God it's damn. not like I, I love you. Thank. Will you be my new best friend, dude? I've always been. We were just kindred spirits apart from each other for too long. <sighs> I should have invited you. Look, I, I had I had an internal beef with you. That's what all of this is. Everything that we do, every interaction we have is all ego based and none of it really matters. None it of it's doesn't. real. You're right. Well, you smoked DMT. It's a, <laughs> no, but I did acid this year and it was like, oh yeah, hey, <laughs> nothing's right. real. So where was I at? You Who were talking it? about how you had the clap. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. So, <laughs> so. I woke up, so I, you know, I, uh, I had adult relations with a young, ridiculously attractive female. You heard it. And I woke up the next day fine. That evening, I developed an itch. Oh my! God. That evening. The next evening, I, I, I had her. I had her. I, I had her. <laughs> The inner talk just got canceled. <laughs> I had her in my room. <laughs> edit. Uh, yeah, you gotta do a clap. Final I'm not clap. actually gonna edit. Oh, it. I, I know. I know it. you. <laughs> oh my god. No, <laughs> well, so I had her. <sighs> you know, I had this chick over at my uh, dormitory because it was past the statute of limitations a very long time ago. <laughs> I was in Leavenworth, Kansas. Leavenworth, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine, acid, ecstasy, all that shit. Yeah. But you can't arrest me for that now. <laughs> anyway, oh, so. Oh, God. Uh, that evening, uh, we, we had uh, cunnilingus Ooh. that evening. Ooh. Uh, raw, no moss? Raw dog. Raw dog cunnilingus? No moss? Nothing else? Accidentally. I was very drunk. Oh, okay. I have that makes like, sense. You know, just the tip. Let For me sure. just put the tip in. Yeah. You know? Whatever. Just enough to get itchy. Uh, yeah. Let's get out of here. Exactly. <laughs> A day uh, that... Not that morning. The whole day was perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. Walking around strutting my stuff. I just had sex with a 21-year-old. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then that evening, I was like, something kind of... I got a little itch, but it could be a bug bite. It's summertime. It's humid out. A bug bite? <laughs> you know. You know I, how I, I had to grab the mail with my dick out, and a mosquito could have landed yeah, on you it. You know it's, what I do. I sit look, at, come on. It's, it, look, man. It's I early at, June. I sit at the Mockingbird with yeah. no underwear on, my robe open, looking at the best I, view I'm of the Rodney city. I'm Dangerfield. What can I say? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I'm just going to ignore it. It's like, oh, God damn it. There's kind of a little bump there. It, all right, you know what? It happened. Hey, hey, did you give me herpes? 
Did you give me herpes? Why did you have sex with me without a condom? Now I have no, now now I have something. She now, said that to you, or you? Said I that said to that to her. Okay, good, 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 good. I good. texted her. Good, 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 good. What did you do to me? Uh huh. What are you talking about? I'm clean. How dare you think of me like that? Meanwhile, I just met this chick. I just met this chick, and we had sex on our first night. Uh-huh. And she's like, "How dare you accuse me of this?" Uh huh. I just fucked you on the first night we met, and you're wondering why I would accuse you of this? Well, and here's also the thing. I didn't have herpes before we hooked up, and 100%. now I have herpes. I'm it's f- not that I'm accusing you, but the situation seems very suspect <laughs> as to like where it came from. I'm pretty inspectful of my dick. Like, if there's one thing I know the health of, it's what my dick is I in. know this, Dude, and I'm I getting- know my my my. Front finger and my, my next finger, my thumb. Yeah, dude, I got a guy. I know where to put them at all times, dude. I I got STD <laughs> checks just because I was like, and they keep asking me. They're like, "Do you have any symptoms?" And I'm like, "No, I'm just scared." I'm just scared. <laughs> I'm, scared. Yeah. I'm so terrified. I'm yeah, dude. Look, look, I have guilt. I've got the Catholic guilt. That's it. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> oh no, I, I gave sermons a couple of times. Now I just want to make sure. I'm freshly divorced and I'm fucking anything with a pulse. Dude, a I purse. just got to make sure I'm clean. Please yes, let me please. be clean. What's going on? What's going on? I've never had this bump itch on my shaft before. Yeah, you got to edit this part out. <laughs> and so I'm I like, got to have dates at the Mockingbird after this. You're killing me. <laughs> Hold on. We got an ending. Me and you are going to have double dates. No. All right, let's go. Let's do Wait, it. do you have herpes? You have to tell me if you have herpes. That's the first rule of herpes. I'll tell you after. <laughs> Listen. You got... Make, make out with me. Uh, I'm gonna suck my dick first, I'm gonna, and then I'll let you know. Are those fever blisters? No, that's chicken pox. You didn't You'll get the vaccine. Out. You didn't get the vaccine. You gonna- <laughs> I'll split your copay with you. <laughs> we both have benefits. We're doing all right. I can afford it. Charles, you can't get it. <laughs> that was very David oh. Allen Coe of you. <laughs> it's only because he said he was a local artist and he's here right now. <laughs> I can't imagine Charles is getting paid for this. There's no way he's on a full time salary. Charles does this he's for the love. paid by West Bottom through his <laughs> company. I do it for the love. Yeah, dude, who doesn't, man? Whatever. <laughs> I'm missing my fantasy football game for that. Hey, my favorite spot every Sunday. Dude, this is great, man. This is amazing. (laughs) Oh, God. So you don't. You so, no longer have herpes, so, or you have it I, under so control. The very I, don't next, know, I don't know how herpes works. I'm be honest. In Louisiana, we don't do a great sex ed program. Herpes, <laughs> we don't. I never did it. Herpes is for life, motherfucker. Oh, baby, come on here. Salute, salute, salute. <laughs> Keep looking at the camera. Go ahead, ladies. We'll, we'll put it on. Ladies, you. Put, the, put the camera on. Them. If that's, I want every Instagram clip from this podcast just to be like, ladies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> I accuse this woman of herpes. And I thought I had it. This is my least favorite Greek god, by the way. So let me tell you, you, Stephen, you better knock it off. I've got a really good story. I can't help it. No, I got a really good story for you. (laughs) So I I looked at my dick. I had had a welt on it. It was a little... (laughs) 
anybody that made it through David Allen Co. is fucking gone. <laughs> Mom, stop. Turn it off. Dad. Mom, Mom you can't listen. Sister, Mom. turn it off. My brother, you can watch it, but shut your goddamn mouth. I know. I got a bump. Charles, I'm telling you. I had a bump. A red little bump that itched on the shaft of my very abnormally large cat. After the bump, it was abnormally large. <laughs> no, it's been abnormally it's large. It's got like a couple extra inches. This bump's huge. Uh, listen, I, I was wearing toddler diapers at the age of newborn. Oh, baby. If you you're know what on. I'm saying. Come on, you got them fat thighs and the bigger balls. I got some thick veins. The biggest baby with the biggest balls. I got all vein, <laughs> no head. <laughs> It's just a big throbbing vein. Yeah, I keep calling it my artery. <laughs> yeah. Basically, every time my heart throbs, it's just doom, 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 doom. Bend over, baby. Ladies. Ladies. So, I wake up and I'm half a hypochondriac. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, thank, please God, please God, please God, be a mosquito bite or a spider bite on my shaft. Like, what the fuck's going on? But, like, Occam's razor is it belongs to this chick that I've never met before, and I just fucked her raw dog, uh-huh. and now all of a sudden I'm itchy, and I got a, a fucking welt on my dick. I have to go to the goddamn, and I got to edit that part out, but not, not really. But You, you know, had to go to the doctor. You had I, had to go, I had to go to a doctor. I did not get a swab. That's I the s- crazy thing. Is I said, you, doctor, I said, doc, listen, in it, she's a female, so she has to have a guy come in. She's like, come. And, you know, I told her the whole story in a very, I made her laugh a time or two. She goes, all right, well, I got to get a male, I got to get a male nurse in here to see her dick, too. <sighs> I'm like, I ain't worried about Bummer. it, baby. And do you have a wedding ring? <laughs> Let's go. That does sound like somebody with the clap is trying to fuck the, the doctor. So I, 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 I pulled down my Balenciaga boxers. Ooh, okay. You're fancy. Yeah. Just kidding. They're jockeys. $12 a fucking three pack. Look, that's still pretty good though. Jockeys. So I pulled down and I throw my cock at her and she goes, <laughs> and she goes, all right. Uh, well, you don't have herpes. I've seen herpes all the time. This is an ingrown. I don't hair. like. I don't she like goes. That. She goes. This is an ingrown hair. Hallelujah! <laughs> oh my God! An ingrown hair. An ingrown hair. I can get over that. And she goes, all you got to do is let that fucking thing grow out. It's fine. You're good. She goes, here's a little bit of cream. Put that on there for a few days. You're good. She goes, I've seen. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was jerking off four times a day with that cream. Just spewing all over. I was spider-manning webs of cum all over my bedroom. Just get this fucking out of here. And I'm fucking good. I have no herpes. And let me tell you something. The new, uh, kidding aside on all that Spider-Man shit, I didn't really do that. What I really knew was she said, this is an ingrown hair. It's not an STD. I I said, oh my God, Doc, this is such a brand new release on life. I I can't even explain it to you. I thought I had herpes. I accepted the fact that I was going to have to start taking a pill every single day. Because uh, uh, for people out there with herpes, it's not that big of a deal. 
Honestly, it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I was trusting you that you didn't have herpes. Now I immediately don't trust <laughs> you. <laughs> Look, all right. If you got herpes, it's not a big I deal. I don't. I've heard it a couple of times. People, you know, relatively big people have told me it's not a big deal if you got herpes. They say you take a pill once a month, you can fuck whatever you want. Ladies. Uh-huh. Ladies. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's just an ingrown hair. I bet that felt as good as fucking a 21-year-old. It's being like, oh, it's just an ingrown hair, dude. Holy shit. All I got to do is pop it. <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't. And it will probably hurt. Oh, dude. That's how you get staff. But then that makes your dick bigger. <laughs> oh, my God. I have. Wow. Is your dick bigger? No, that's an infection. No. <laughs> that, you need some amoxicillin. <laughs> yeah. And a Band-Aid. Amoxicillin. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah amoxicillin Band-Aid and throw some West Bottoms whiskey all over that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it'll fucking. But no, she told me it was. I was like, oh my! And so the the brand new re, re, new lease on life you have when you legitimately think you do. Cause I had accepted it. At first, I was like, fuck, fuck. I have an STD. Can I? I was, and then I was like, you know what? You know what? I've been rolling the dice. For this fucking long, I'm 41 years old. I thought you were in a dorm. <laughs> I'm 41 years old. No, this. <laughs> Me, I'm 21 years old. <laughs> Plausible deniability. I was in a college dorm. I was 41 years old. <laughs> It was actually this year. <laughs> I'm 40 years old. <laughs> what's the statute? Of, what's the statute of limitations on how old you can be in a dorm room? <laughs> oh shit! Oh god, that was so funny. <laughs> I just dropped a dime on myself. Ladies, he's 55 now. You don't have to worry, okay? He's old as shit. I'm 63. I've been cryogenic freezing for a long time. His dick oh is covered God. in ingrown hair. I <laughs> just won. And it Where was it at? Where's your hair at? Was it at the tip? Was it at the oh base? What are you doing? In between. Oh, baby. You growing hairs in weird places. You, you have them. all right. Listen, any man out there above thirty, you tell me you don't have a hair or two on your shaft. Dude, shaft hairs. Shaft hairs. Shaft hairs. Thank you. Shaft hairs are bad a real show. thing. Bad show. Just shaft. Both is good. the gentlemen. Shaft hairs. shaft hairs is a very bad show. <laughs> it happens. And listen, I'm not sponsored. <laughs> I'm not sponsored by any of these fucking little companies. So I, <laughs> which company? I'm not going to say because they don't sponsor me. <laughs> Amoxicillin. <laughs> I can go get a bottle of that real quick. I was just say like Norelco or, or Lawnmower. What's that? Manscaped. Oh, Manscaped. Yeah, Manscaped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped. If you'd like to support my long Dude, shaft. honestly, this is all. You need this section 
of just talking about how you thought you had herpes, but it wasn't ingrown hair, and then be oh, like, hold manscaped. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> hey. So my, look, yes. hey, hey, if you want to hire me for your marketing department, I'm going to hired. I will give you 10%. God damn, you're going to kill me. I'm going to have to. I'll hire you. I'll give you 10% of whatever you can make me. <laughs> I'll make, uh, All right, hold on. 10% time I, of 10 uh, cents. Charles, please, can you have some more whiskey? Oh, <laughs> Charles, look Holy shit. Holy Charles, shit. Charles, I want shit. you to pop out from pop back from behind that laptop, Mac, oh. that MacBook, and look at me. Pop out behind the MacBook, Charles. Charles I am, come on. I am drunk, okay? Drunk. You can you can, you can, can handle this. Holy it's shit. It's not that I can't handle this. It's just that he I don't ju- want to talk about when, we just, when he just got the sponsorship and how. This is our first drink. Dude, podcast. this is what this the is West. Sponsorship. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, man, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. No, no, no. West Bottoms Whiskey is cool. They're partiers. They yeah, know. yeah. Listen. I went up there. They partied. They wanted to hang so out. I had, like, hey, what I do you s- want to drink? I they had, want us to drink. I had Alex. There's a reason they gave you four bottles. It's because they wanted you to do four episodes. A bottle and up, baby. I had Alex on from West Bottoms. He said, yeah, I'll sponsor it. Last week, I, I got COVID, went to Vegas, blah, blah, blah. I was away from the podcast for a couple weeks. My very first podcast after the sponsorship was Richard E. Torrance, oh. who is a model shark tank inventor, yeah, yeah, yeah. gentleman, cool. Christian. He don't drink. Oh, so not. So I had a drink. Charles had a drink. <clears throat> now we're partying. This is our first episode where we're fucking letting loose. Now you got it. West Bottoms. <laughs> we just fucking destroyed a fifth yeah. of whiskey. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they That's signed a decision up. I don't know I what made. they know what they signed up themselves up for. <laughs> but I'm gonna need two bottles an episode. Dude, it's like, so good. It, like I can't I can't stress enough. Listen, I told you before I came on, you were like, Are you a whiskey drinker? And I was like, unfortunately, I do like liquor i don't drink liquor anymore i haven't drank liquor i went on the road when i was on the road for a month and a half this summer i drank liquor on the first we were coming back to kansas city we were going to take a break for a week we stopped in columbia in columbia i had a great set everybody bought me booze and they were buying shots i was like you know what i'll drink liquor tonight you know what i did i crashed my car immediately (laughs) i immediately backed into something i was like i can't i can't drink liquor it's just not a thing that i can do no matter and what now, color it is the reason I'm dark tell- liquors no liquor, any clear any, liquor any liquor it's just, just not gonna beer, work just miller light so what i'm telling you is i'm gonna sleep in that recliner <laughs> this is my this i got is, room for you this is my house now <laughs> I got you. come on man anytime you want you're welcome here i got i got you just sleep in my kids room this is it baby i'm gonna hell I'm gonna, yeah we're gonna watch whatever game is on after this and then i'm just gonna fuck yeah. drift out Let's but yeah man it. it's like i i don't I don't Fuck love yeah. liquor anymore, but this shit is so delicious. Like, I don't need ice. I don't need anything. I just need. I do. I'm not like. I wouldn't. I am a real motherfucker. I'm a real one. <laughs> I'm a YG. I'm built fucking different. Real one. Uh huh. And I wouldn't pimp this shit if I didn't believe it. I wouldn't ask them to be part of my show if I didn't believe it. I've been doing this shit for over three years, and I've never asked for a fucking sponsor. Dude. And this is fucking Kansas City. You haven't even... You haven't, West, have you, have you been to their space yet? Yeah, I will. Charles, have you been to their space yet? So here's the thing. Dude, their venue is so fucking tight. Yeah, yeah. It's like... I gotta piss. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> and when we come back, I'm gonna tell you a story... 
listen, I need your help, producer. Listen to me. When we come back and hit, when I say hit record, I need you to tell me Seraphine and whiskey. Seraphine and whiskey. whiskey. We're taking a break, everybody. Taking a break. Where are we at? We are at either Seraphine and whiskey or Ah, we're talking about. Seraphine and whiskey. (laughs) You guys are talking about blah, blah, blah. That's so funny. You don't want to go. I know. Deep. He was like, yeah, usually I do about an hour and I'm like two and a half hours. I'm a fifth of whiskey. in." <laughs> well, all disclosure aside, you know what? We had disagreements uh, here. We had fun here. This I don't think I don't know that we had any real disagreements. He's a real man to man convo. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was philosophical differences is what I would call it. Sure. Yeah. Again. Come Salute. on, Charles, get in here. You got get in some. here on this got every break. That's got some in there. I got a little bit left. Yeah, yeah. Before we came on, he was like, should I open another bottle of whiskey? And it was like, I think. Unbelievable. I, we <laughs> crushed over a fifth of whiskey. I yeah. did not. Uh, I'm going to enjoy watching the football games on that TV back there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a good time. I, I didn't. I was hoping to have this much fun with you, but I didn't think it would be this much fun. Dude, I'm glad that it's worked out. This has been, uh, you know, it's rare that I get to meet somebody that I feel uh, any type of, like, remote connection to. Nice. And I feel like this whole room feels that way. I feel like there's, like, a very solid. I built an energy in here. This is a safe space. This is a nice. I can talk about Bossier City and people know what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) Nobody here knows what I'm talking about. Kim Fuller is about it. And then everybody else is like, all right, well, there's a reason this didn't. (laughs) No, this will be great. I'm going to start hitting people up to uh, sponsor this thing now since. Thanks to you guys. Dude. Out in your area, your yeah. Oh yeah, dude. You can hit up Po Boys. What's the uh, Po What's the barbecue place? It's Po something. Oh, Podnus. 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 P O D N U H S. Podnus. Podnus barbecue. It doesn't it doesn't hold a candle to KC barbecue. That's true. That's true. But for Louisiana, you know, we care about our food a lot, but Barbecue is the thing that we're lacking on because, and that's only are. that's only in comparison to Kansas City. There's a few other places. Texas, they got well. Memphis has got a strong. Memphis barbecue. has a vinegar. Like, I like the vinegar. Oh, see, that's where. Yeah, see, this is. You know what? This is just what this is. This is just differences between you Come and. Come on, I. hey, give me vinegar, your, non-vinegar. Give me a vinegar joke. Huh? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I do, dude, dude. That is, I did that joke. Uh, uh, I did that joke the other night, and uh, the whole joke is essentially that with this accent, I can't say anything that ends in a hard R, right? Because it sounds offensive and aggressive. And I say, if I go into the store, I ask my friend. And they say, hey, what kind of chips do you want? And I have to say, salt and Vinnies. <laughs> and last night I told that joke, and I sat. I didn't say anything afterwards. Usually, like people laugh. Right. You know, that's what people do after jokes is they laugh. <laughs> and I said that joke and nobody laughed. And then I just kind of had to like sell it to him. I had okay. to be like, no, you need to think about what I just said. Like you need to like contemplate what the actual thing would be. And it slowly started to go over the rest of us. Like, I'm not going to get canceled for a chip. You're not going to do that to me. That's not how I'm going to get. That's a good, that's a good job drawn out. It was like, yeah, it's a very, Dude, playing with uh, any of those controversial issues is my favorite thing to do in comedy right now. 
I've been fine line. I've been banned from progressive venues. Where you've been banned? Banned. I've been banned from three venues. Oh, hold on. Legitimately banned. Legitimately, like I'm not allowed to go back there. But what are these venues and why did this happen? It's not called Crystal Bridges. That's a place in Northwest Arkansas. That's the museum. But it's Crystal's Crystal Spot in Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, I'm banned from there. It's a very progressive. Lawrence is a very progressive town. Extremely wow. progressive. Dorks. Yeah. Well, it's. It was a poetry crowd, which is like slam poetry. It was all poetry and poetry. Just poetry crowds suck for comedy. They're just not fun. They're not funny. They don't have a sense of humor. No. And I was, they were talking the whole time. So I was trying to get their attention and I have race material. That's really progressive. Like, uh, I don't know if you know who Carlos Miller is. Um, he runs the 85 South show. He did wild and out like Carlos Miller. I opened for him six shows. It's the, it's, was he from it was amazing. It was like one I've, of my coolest experiences. He's so really? damn funny, dude. Uh, is he, he never, is, or is he Canadian? Hol- no, 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 no. Alaskan? No, no. He's black. <laughs> I hate Nick Cannon. I can't stand Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick's, fuck Nick Cannon. He's dude. not multi-talented. Fuck that guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, no, no. Charles, you're right. No, real talk. He's Nick Cannon, he could act. He's funny. Yeah. He could sing. He he's not act. great at everything. He can't act. He's not funny. He's not funny. Wild and What's this people's fascination with Nick Cannon? Wild and Out's like, decently what funny. What picture does he have? Watch Wild and Out and you will realize. I've watched Wild and Out. Hey, page. you know who's funny on Wild and Out? The guests. Also, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And oh, Carlos Miller. Lil Dicky. Carlos. So I've opened. I can't shut this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles, I've opened. I've opened for Carlos. Down. I've opened for Carlos Miller and DC Youngfly, which is two thirds. Dude, it's two thirds <laughs> of the eighty-five South show. You know who I like to meet? Sh- Chanel West Coast. Oh God, dude! No, she got a weird. She got a weird laugh. That's why I think I can get with her. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I don't. <laughs> dope, no, real talk. He is dope, though. If We've you didn't have, if you didn't have herpes before, you're gonna have herpes after did that. I fin- uh, did, I, uh, did I finish that story? Huh? Did I finish that story? That you had an ingrown hair. An ingrown hair. Okay, yeah, yeah. Ingrown yeah. hair, completely fine. Uh, so, uh, moral of the story is, when you have a a, a life changing experience where you think you have an STD, and I came with the terms of it, I was like, you know what? I've been rolling the dice for so long. I guess it was my time to fucking hit that raw lottery of now I've got now I've got fucking herpes. It's fine. Every now and then it's going to itch, but I'm going to take a fucking pill every day. Every day. And then I go in they say that's an ingrown hair. Hallelujah. Dude. Oh my god, hallelujah. I had a new Fucking lease on life. I've been raw dogging hookers from fucking Independence Avenue every night of the week. In the, the dormitory when I was 22 oh years old. Oh, my God. Last week, I took this chick from Eiffel Fa on Independence Avenue, bent her over in the back of a Yukon Escalade, and raw dog that asshole deep. Ladies. <laughs> West bottom whiskey. Go. Wait, these are just jokes. I really these, didn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I don't own an Esca- a Yukon Escalade. <laughs> I don't know. It was a fucking. A it was a '94 Toyota. Corolla. Yeah, I was in a Focus Camry. <laughs> was in a, dude. Oh my god. 
Oh shit, dude! This All is right. this has gone off the rails. Speaking of, we do a show every Welcome second Wednesday. Welcome to the Talk Podcast. Every second Wednesday at Knucklehead Saloon called Off the Rails. I've never been there. You've never been to Knuckleheads? We don't have. I, hey, I know. Listen, listen, I need hey, to. Off the record, we don't have vaccine mandates at Knucklehead Saloon. So sign me look, up. Sign me up, baby. It's a fucking cool room. If just you so been, you know, just so you know, uh-huh. hey, Charles and Steven, so you know. There is no one safer you can be around than me right now. Yeah, the guy with just nine ingrown hairs on his dick. One one that disappeared months ago. I just had COVID three weeks ago. Uh Like, I am fucking immune and just... I could spit in your mouth and you'll be just fine. Dude, I see you as the guy at the casino like, baby, a respiratory virus doesn't mean I can't spit in your asshole. <laughs> uh, I've never been into the asshole. Really? Really. No, dude, I can't say this on mic, but like. It's cool. It's not cool. It's not. <laughs> I'm not cool, I'm not dude. into it. I don't want to eat it. I don't want to stab it. No, no, no. It's not like, about I, them. I, it's I, about I, you, bud. A long time. I A long time. I dude, had, let them drop a finger. See how you feel. See if you remember what God tastes like. Okay. I need to get a nurse. You don't need a nurse. You just need a good friend. You need like, (laughs) you need somebody that's just on your side, you know, wants to explore things you want to explore. Is this an invitation? Look, I mean, look, it can be. Have you never, have you never, never anything in the asshole? Not really. Really? Ever. Never. I had a dude. Girl. Here's the thing. I had a buddy of mine. I had a girl is, tongue punch I'm not, me once. Yeah, that's cool. I'm not gonna. But that judge. was 20 years ago. Here's the thing. I'm not gonna judge in any way, shape, I or form. I want it. I, I don't gotta, know how to get it. Do I got go on Reddit. No. Who dude. wants to tongue punch and finger blast my cute little balloon? Dude, knot? all you have to do is the same thing you do every time. Whenever you ask a chick, you go, "What are you into?" Okay. And she's like, "Blah blah blah blah." And she what goes, is she into? Hold on, not blah blah blah. What is she into? Who knows, man? Like no, light, go, go light, on. light, light choking. You know, you know, like light. You I know? like, I like, the I like heavy dirty choke. talk. I'm into you know they are, but you gotta have them talk. say it. You gotta ask them. You gotta say, "Hey, I'm turning my back to the camera." You gotta have like, "Hey, what do you think hey, you're into?" Charles. And when they tell you, Charles, look at me. Put that camera on. Oh shit. <laughs> Ladies. Sky cam. Put that sky cam on. <laughs> you can't run from me, bitch. Oh, baby, here we go. <laughs> but like, dude. Steven, I love you, man. Dude. I, this is so I had no idea this would be so fun. Look, we made it work. I wore I, the, this is why this is the best co- podcast in Kansas City. I wore my best F- shirt for uh, this. Fuck you, Patrick. Fuck you, Hard Soul. This is the best fucking podcast in Kansas City. I would like City. to go on record Suck and say, I think you guys are fine. Yeah. I think you guys are fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Get out of you, politician. Look, I'm a big fan. <laughs> but, but, get out, listen, throw it out there. Who's the number one podcast in Kansas City? Who's the number one podcast in Kansas City is set to destroy with Stephen Taylor and Ryan Tricky, baby. That's a podcast politician boom, shock, right there. Perfect answer. I've had Ryan Tricky on my podcast. Have you had Ryan on it? You had Ryan Tricky and not me? What the fuck is happening here? You're on right now. I know I'm on here now, but Ryan Tricky was on here before yeah, me. Yeah, he was with I Aaron. He was with Aaron. <laughs> Ryan is a. I like Ryan. Ryan's so funny. I really like him as a person. Yep. I I like him and respect him, and I would love to get him on again. Yeah. 
Dude. How about both you guys? Dude, Ryan and I could you be... Guys, do you, when you he and Ryan want to come on? Oh, dude, when he moves... if he When he moves back, he's dating some chick back here. I know he's going to move back. What's her name? Uh, uh, Sarah. Uh, Is she hot? Uh, yeah, she's great. She's Hell yeah, yeah I knew great. he could do good. He's always been able to do good, but oh, he's been... Oh, that's your in, boy, Ryan Tricky. Good job, my man. I'm proud of you. He's been out in Denver. He was in Denver with Brandon? Uh yeah, and uh, he was there before Brandon and after Jeff Nelson. Jeff Nelson's another guy you should have. Jeff on Nelson, I've heard of. Yeah, Jeff Nelson's great. He's very funny. What's the other guy? Stop! Don't don't say a word. There's another guy. Chris Portnoy. Oh, uh, Porter. Chris Porter. Porter. Chris, Chris Porter. Porter. Yeah. Is he, he from here? A, yeah, yeah. He did. Uh, he did. Uh, uh and what was that uh, hold on. Called? Is Jeremiah Watkins from here? Jeremiah Watkins is from here. Oh, we got some fucking legit talent. Scott Schaefer. Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin's from here. Look at that, Kansas City. You're if you, funny. If you talk to Stanford and Sons before they were dead, they would say Nikki Glazer, but that's not true. Whoa. Okay, I was gonna say, is Nikki Glazer from here? Nah, I think she popped her a couple times. She's more from St. Louis. Will you give me some stories? Of uh, Craig Glazer, I don't know that many. Every so the first thing that Craig Glazer ever did to me was he talked to my ex-wife and he was like, "You're here with him," and I was standing right there, and he was like, "She was like, yeah," and he goes, "Oh, his dick must be big. If you're looking for anything else, I'll be here." Because he has a little dick. I don't even know what the In implication is. The implication. I would take it as a compliment, but it was also just like, why are you talking to my wife like this? Or even my girlfriend, whoever I'm here with. You know, why would you Hold talk on. to anybody that he I'm here with? He legitimately said that in front of you. Yeah, I was like right there. But he he's like dead he, now. Yeah, thank God. Uh, but he Whoa! owns. No, dude, I, I fucking, I don't think he's a good dude. I think he's a very, I think he's. Oh, hold on. Charles, relax. What Charles. did you hold on? I want to hear what Charles right, said. Charles, you, you left with her, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and her were cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I wasn't like tripping too much okay. because, like, at the end of the day, all right, all right, all right. well, hold at the on. end of the hold day, on. you know what it's Settle like in down. entertainment. He owned the club, you know, like, he owns the place you got to go and you got to, all like, right, hold on, hold on. You got to interact with, so, like, I didn't say shit. Steven, relax, 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 relax. Hey, Charles, chill. All right. Craig Glazier, uh, what was the name of his? Uh, what was the name of his club? Stanford and Sons. Stanford and Sons uh-huh. is a Kansas City staple, in the worst of ways. It's infamous. I and he's been around since the nineties. Yeah, if you talk to well, I knew Stanford's a guy has that been around for him. I I have been. I, I I went to one in Westport. Yeah, Stanford's has been around Back since in the seventies. It's been around since the seventies in Westport. All right, so you got to watch your mouth here in Kansas City. They fucking, they, I mean, it's Which the longest family. Which is good because there is a fucking lot of controversy behind this guy. Yeah, he's. And a, I have, I've, I've been wanting to get it boiled down and fucking disseminated here on my podcast. Can you kind of break down Stanford and Sons in Kansas City, Greg Glazier and the Glazier family? And how that shit was broke down in like the shady shit they did, the practices they did. So, like, because number one, he did a great thing for Kansas City as bringing com- comedy can to Kansas City. Like, if you went to Westport, if you wanted something to do that was outside of drinking and going to music, he did bring us legit fucking Lewis comedic Black, talent. Yeah, people, yeah, he brought fucking heat. So you got to give this motherfucker some respect. But that wasn't Craig. You got to give this guy some respect. For sure. You got to. 
But I also know the shady side. Ari Shafir won't come back to Kansas City because of Greg Glacier. There are some mainline headlining com- comics that are afraid of Kansas City because of them. Yeah. Can you break this shit down? All I so I know less because I started like I said in a little bit later. You're a little bit younger. I started 2016, and Stanford's at that time was in Overland Park. So the way Stanford starts, Stanford starts in Westport in the 1970s with Stanford Glazer. Stanford Glazer is the dad. Stanford okay. Glazer starts Westport, Stanford and Sons, and they run that club super well in Westport. Then, uh, I dated the, some of the fucking uh, waitresses that used to work. Yeah, there. man, they said I knew a comic that used to work there. Shout out to Keith. and this was when you were like forty one. You son of a bitch. I'm going to fucking <laughs> kick you in the goddamn throat. I was 20, 21. This was like 2000, 2001, you motherfucker. <laughs> Go on. They run They run cool shit out of Westport. You used to have, there was a fucking, all right, th- fuck these vaccine mandates. Stanford and Sons in Westport used to have a dress code where if you didn't have boots or better, you couldn't go into Stanford's in Westport with sneakers yeah you had to have boots or sneak uh or sh- like dress shoes notoriously they i was were like day i was dating one of the bartenders went up there on my jordans my 125 dollar jays and they said you can't wear these i was like i'll be back with my 110 dollar doc martens bitch Ooh. just so i can see my girl yeah fucking Ladies, Ridiculous. you see the type of commitment he has. Yeah, come the on. type of commitment he puts into this, he'll change shoes for you. <laughs> so yeah, you couldn't go in. There was a dress code. Yeah, and then they had like shootings started popping up around Westport. This is my understanding. This they never like, ended or stopped. Sure, and it started in like the America's Pub, two thousand uh, Beach, uh, Beach, America's Pub, where you were uh, Tech Nine used to perform. Yeah. So they they moved. Yeah, you already know fucking Charles. You already know. They moved out to Buzzard Beach. They moved out to Overland Park. They moved out to Overland Park. Yep. And then yep, yep, it did. was like doing okay, but it was still kind of weird. They moved to the Legends. Yep. And they had this weird like semi theater style thing next to Dave and Buster. Big ceilings, which is what you don't. Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, you don't want big ceilings, and they had huge ceilings in this in this theater. People didn't want to play there. Oh, and my then God, they went, I got some heartburn like a motherfucker. Oh, right dude, now. I'm feeling great. Then they went back to Overland Park by Price Chopper by this Indian restaurant, uh, and they did pretty well there. But like Stanford or not Stanford, Craig and uh, Meanwhile, Craig Stanford is rolling around Kansas City in a fucking dope ass like Maserati. Yeah, with hookers and everything. Hookers, like cocaine. So like, when you talk to comics, like anytime I've talked to comics about Kansas City, any of the people that work the improv now, they used to work Stanford's. Most right. of them, of course. And so they'll say like, "Oh yeah, it's a terrible fucking." One of the best stories I've heard is Stanford's used to be like, "Hey, if you sell out." Uh, we can sell 350 seats. If you sell 350 seats, if you sell out, you get a $1,000 bonus or whatever. And this guy sells out every single show at the Overland Park one, but they had written the contract at the Legends one. And so when they get to the Overland Park one, they were like, hey, actually, I'm we only up, have we only way. have 325 tickets. You motherfucker. Charles, you want more whiskey? Okay. Go on, 350. Only 325 tickets. So no matter how many 
they the guys sold out every single show, but they didn't have 350 seats available. So when he was like, I bet you're going to be mad about giving me that bonus, they were like, what bonus? You only hit 325 tickets. You didn't hit 350. You didn't sell out. And then, yeah, people just stopped fucking with them after Fuck that. Fuck you. How big do you think this community is? Dude, they're done now. They died. Literally. They came back to downtown, and then they had a shootout happen in their club because they were just doing too much, too many drugs. And then it just fucking canceled. You heard it here first. You, just <laughs> you didn't want this. You asked me what the history of Stanford's was. Now I got you as, a, as an accomplice. Now you're connected to it. Yeah, dude. You're raising a bunch of narcs. It's no fucking ever. It's Don't me now. Don't you dare associate my name with fucking narcs. I can't believe I'm the least drunk of the three of us. This is amazing. Oh, how much do you weigh? Second to least. Nah. How much, <laughs> how much do you weigh, Stephen? Huh? How much do you weigh? Look, that is a personal question, but it's also 265 pounds. You weigh 80 pounds more than me. And a hundred pounds more than Charles. I'm also Irish as hell. I am too. Wait, what's your last name? My adopted last name is Weston. Let's go back to Flynn. Oh, okay. That's more than mine. Get the fuck out of here. Taylor and Griffin. Get the fuck out of here. German as hell. This this Flynn drinking ass is going to fucking fight the world. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to start the brawl. Patio Batty. You ever seen that Patio Batty guy? The new uh, MMA guy? Uh, Patty Pemberton. No, I just want Sugar Sean. Patty he, He's got like oh, a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did guy in... Patty the Batty. in the UFC. Yeah, in UFC. He he's this MMA guy that's got the worst haircut you've ever seen. He's from Ireland. He's got like a bull cut mullet. Like he looks like... John Daly, circa 1999. Beautiful, dude. It's so fucking good. He's, dude, you know, he made it. I'm growing out the mullet, dude. I'm growing it out. It's okay. happening right now. Okay. We're in the process of it. Where can I see you? Uh, Let's see. Uh, I'm doing a bunch of shit all over. I'm doing Flyover Festival in St. Louis in November. Uh, I've got a bunch of road gigs. I'm in Chillicothe. <laughs> Doing, okay. doing all the big cities, That's man. Kansas? Doing all the big cities. I think so, yeah. But I got, honestly. I, got, I, got a, I, just, I, I have a chill coffee story. Really? If you care to hear. Please. Does it involve an ingrown hair? Like, I, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the six of you that are still listening. <laughs> For the nine of you that made it through David Allen Coe and the three of you that made it through the first ingrown hair, the six of you, hello. My cock is getting pulled out and shoved down this fucking guy's throat. How dare him disrespect Chillicothe, Kansas, and Leavenworth. Yeah, Chillicothe's cool. All right, Chillicothe's not cool, Charles. Relax. I didn't, I didn't Ch- both, calm I down know, a little bit. So I'm I'm just saying, like, you know, association. When somebody says something, you have the first word of association with you. Uh, Chillicothe, uh, as I mentioned, I went to Leavenworth, Kansas. Fuck Leavenworth. I did play. I played every sport in the world and was a dime piece at every sport. Uh, My brother did, too. My brother was a uh, grade younger than me. His... Uh, sophomore, junior, 
I was a senior. His junior year at Leavenworth went to Chillicothe for a basketball tournament. And, and, you know, it's high school, whatever. These are like, I'm reminiscing on some like 13 year old (laughs) children. Uh Like, how funny is that? Like, how funny is life? How funny is this simulation? Uh-huh. Because I believe we're in a simulation. This sure. is a big computer. How funny is it going back to the simulation of when a brother of mine was a year and a half younger than me, was a year younger than me, in fucking 1997. So he goes to Chillicothe, and they were playing basketball, and it was fun. It was like a close-ass fucking game in the finals. Three seconds left. They're down by one. And there's this white kid. I cannot remember his, his name. Charles, put the camera on me. Your camera is Camera's on me. Camera and this white kid from, he was yeah. one of those kids. You remember, there was different kinds of styles of shooting for three yeah, points. Yeah. Like the granny, the regular style. This kid did that awkward off to the right shoulder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. This kid off to the right of the shoulder where the left too. was over to the right. Yep. He was this short, the shortest white kid there was. A hooper, though. But the kid could bang threes yep. all fucking day if you left him Shooters alone. Shooters have the weirdest style, man. And this fucking dumb little South Dakota cornfed white cunt could fucking drain rain three pointers all day if you just left him alone. Yep. And there was like fucking three seconds left. They're down by one point. They kick it out to the fucking uh, what's that? Uh, the wing, the baseline. Yes. No, not the baseline, the wing. Yeah. Fucking kick it out to him. One second. He throws that weird ass. Shh. Boom. Yep. Sinks it for a fucking win. Yep. We're fucking 13, 12 years old. Like, only a few of these people have little black hairs on their fucking dicks. And everybody's storming the court going, yeah, you fucking did Like, the biggest thing, how fucking weird is life that you can have fucking tens and 20 of people storming the court for 13 year olds that have just now developing puberty hitting like the peak of their life with a fucking awkward shot for the drain to win a championship in middle bump fuck kansas the moment they'll never forget life is yes I never forgot it, and I was just a part of a spectator watching my brother's team yep. accomplish this. Yep. And you're just like, oh, this is something that'll stick with me forever and them I, for no, forever. I didn't know that. Ne- it just yeah. did. But they just like, and that'll be the most that they get. That'll be the thing. That's the crazy thing is that'll be the thing they look back on the most, and they go like, oh, do you remember when? Yeah. And some people will say no. Some people are like, I don't. I, I was a part of the Little League World Series and like no, not like the Little League World Series, the Dixie League World Series, which was like I, a I went I went to class with a guy in in a uh, park a uh, Parkway that played in the little it has a ring a little sort little World Series Little League World Series of wing ring really? ring I'm drunk what's his name think back Parkway High School blonde little school dime piece little one school. grade above me. He was the only one in the night class grade of 19. You know what? Parkway. Oh, my God. Parkway. We had a dude that got drafted by the Yankees. Dyson. Uh, tight. Oh, my God. I was friends with him. I wrestled him. I kicked his ass in wrestling. I fucking suplexed him. 
Oh my god, he was so fun. Me and him were cool. No, I was, I was, I was, I had more black friends than I had white friends. It's always been like that for me. Yeah. Uh his last name was Dyson, but not the Dyson, not the Royals Dyson, but not Gerard. Yeah, yeah, it was a different one. Uh, I think it was Dyson. I, I was from Parkway and went to got drafted by the Yankees. At fucking 17 or 16 or some shit. That's like crazy. That. It's fucking weird, man. It's too early. That happens all the time. All the time. In baseball, for sure, but they put you in like double Even in basketball. A. You're not making any money. Not in football, but in basketball and baseball, it happens. You're still not making shit, dude. You're making like garbage money. No, 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 but you're getting a path. Yeah. You're getting the path to like, holy shit, like I'm the 1% of the 1%. Yeah. Or maybe I'm the 5% of the 1%. It's crazy, man. Oh. I'm very glad. I mean, that's essentially what comedy is now. Is just like, like I feel like it's that high, I'm, huh? It's that high. Yeah, man. I mean, like when I started comedy, I didn't think there were that many comedians. How do I get into comedy right now? Uh, you show not up to me. Op- I don't think I'm funny enough. You show up to open oh, mics. You think I'm funny enough, Carl's? Charles? Charles, yes. You think I'm funny enough to be a stand-up? I'm give it a shot for sure. I've tried it a time or two. I, I have think, some fucking premises. The I think the whole point of a comedian's job is to entertain that crowd that's in front of them. Yeah. Watch you. Okay. I think what it really takes is a is a like a, a dedication to the shit. I think like you're right. you know, like you've you've seen a, a Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. And it's like embrace the suck. You right, know, right, it's right. kind of like for stand-ups, it's like this shit sucks. Like you're gonna do bad shows Mo-bru. you're gonna do mobru forever you're gonna do mobru until you've made it and you by the time you make pin, it you're not even gonna know pinball machine yeah places. why not man they're gonna pay you you might as well come I, I look i already came up with one good dick joke this Dude. this episode i can come up with another yeah i believe in you but it's like it's a tuesday night man where else are you gonna go but this fucking pinball bar will you help me out i'll do whatever you want me can to. i come out with you and uh, do a Open mic and get a little help. Yeah, dude. Come Maybe to a tagline or two. Come to four hundred three. Come to four hundred three on Mondays. Okay. Like for real. Well, like hopefully I have X Factor on this Monday, but the following Monday I can do. Yeah, and even if y'all are done after, bring X Factor to the fucking comedy open mic, dude. I want to see what he has to say. If X Factor's listening to this, that dude ain't getting this far, and very few people are. X Factor, you heard it here first, <laughs> or second. I don't know when you. <laughs> But man, I'm yeah, like I think I think honestly, yeah. like if you're if like stand up comedy is the thing you want to do, not sketch, not video, not improv. What if you're just funny? Up. I feel like I'm funny. If you're just funny, then you got to find out what like makes you tick, right? Like I'm just funny, but for me, improv doesn't scratch that itch, right? It doesn't like get rid of that's the ingrown different. hair. I feel like that's different. <laughs> it doesn't. It just like stand up is the thing. Dr. Like, Queensberry. Exactly. New lease on life. Thank that's you. That's the thing that makes me tick, you know? So like stand up is the only thing I care about. But for like, if you care about improv people. Do I need to open? Uh, nah, dude, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci. Thank I'm you. waiting on you to finish yours. And then we're going to, I've got like just a little bit, right. a little bit left just for you. But like, if you're trying to get into stand up, it's just about doing. No, you got a little bit more to go. It's no, just so about you. I, I, I skipped. All right, but we're no, gonna yeah, leave it there. But you just you got to do open mics. I think that's it. Like you do it wherever you can, wherever they uh, let you. I think Rhino canceled me. Should I should just show up? Patrick Moore canceled you. He has nothing to do with the fuck Rhino. Patrick Moore. Look, you know, 
I think that you uh, you can Ben went. To should, I, should I shoot him a text? Why? What would you do? <laughs> I want him on because I do Why? like him. You're going to end up talking about the vaccine man. I don't want to. Yeah, but you're going to. He will bring it up. I won't. No, that's not true. We were just talking about it. You we, brought it up. We brought it up. God damn it, Charles. <laughs> this guy. Edit, edit. <laughs> <laughs> we brought it up, you know, and you know what? We, you know what the most important part is? We made it past it. Yeah. And like, honestly, no, if, you bring, okay. if, you bring ben on, if you bring Ben on, it would just end up like, hey, why did you do this? And he's like, I don't know. It felt right. And you'd be like, and I'm okay uh, it feels that. wrong to me. And you'd be like, yeah. But I'm okay with him doing that. That's, That's exactly decision. it. So what's the point of the podcast? Unless it's like, hey, man, the Rhino's Because cool. I want to promote his other shows. Well, that would be the thing. But if you could do that without Oh, I'm not trying to bring him on to argue. I, w- I wanted him to have... I, w- I texted Aaron Scarborough long before this little shit about him and his show. Because I just... I'm inter- I just... If you are a podcaster in Kansas City, I want you on my show. Dude, I want to. I want to promote you. Do I want both of them. All rising tides raise all the ships. That's right. Or crabs in a bucket. Well, that's the opposite. It's yep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am drunk. Salute. That's a little opposite. A salute. salute. Last look, the last. Charles, hit. you got any more on you? Or are you done? I'm, I'm all. Yeah, you're a fucking drunk. I know. Jesus Christ, this fucking. Ladies, ladies, uh, formerly Fat Steven, S T E P H A N E N. So formerly Fat Stefan, <laughs> formerly Fat Stefan. Said that with so much confidence, I was like, "Damn, that is my name." <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> I assume that's how it was. However, hit him up, uh, Neanderthal pod on instagram for those mockingbird nights mockingbird night we'll double date your ass and double team you depending on how you feel wop wop megan the stallion bring that fat ass on in here that will be be the first asshole i lick never mind i'm not sleeping on this recliner (laughs) ryan's gonna be horny as hell today (laughs) no i'm not horny at all not horny at all Unless your name is Megan the Stallion. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't, don't check my student ID. <laughs> How did you involve with comedy? Uh, I How just long loved, are we in? I don't care. I loved, I loved comedy uh, when I was, like, growing up. I had Dane Cook CDs. I had blue-collar comedy toward, like, Ron White was always my fucking favorite. And then... When I was in like college, like there was no comedy in in Louisiana at all. In North Louisiana, it just didn't exist. And so when I moved to Kansas City, the first thing I looked up, I had been reading Sick in the Head by Judd Apatow, which was about comedy in general. And then I looked up open mics. And I showed up and just did an open mic. I got my car stolen really? the first day I moved here. Damn. First night I moved here, I unpacked my shit. I've had my car stolen. Yep. My car, my truck got stolen the day. My truck, yep. right, Ford Ranger, Dodge Dakota, baby. We're up. Same we're both fucking the, thing. Yeah, we're about the small utility vehicles. Mine I got was you. stolen by a fucking tow truck company. Mine was stolen by somebody who wanted to go joyriding, and thank God I didn't leave my gun in there. And I, but what I did leave was my notes. I left all of my comedy notes. Oh my God. Every single thing that I had written for six months was left in this fucking truck. 
And uh, you see that what is that? Arthur's chalkboard? Towing Service? Oh, Jesus. Gators Towing Service? Oh, it's it? Gators. It's not Arthur's. Inside joke. Gators? There was a, uh, a company here that was called Gators. This dude named Gator Owing. He, so I lived by Marcus Allen. You guys remember Marcus oh, Allen yeah, from, from the Chiefs? The Chiefs yeah. <clears throat> he had a... You got to go. No. Not you're at all. checking your phone. No, this is still fantasy yeah. football. Oh my Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're checking it. your phone. Charles is yawning. Let's end. This Charles thing. is drunk. Let's, do we have to char- do we Charles? Do we have to? Charles is hammered. Don't care about me. I'm just drunk. All right, Gator. So there was this towing company, and this dude that owned it was named was Gator. He had one of those flatbed towing trucks, towing trucks by Marcus Allen Ford, on Broadway where I used to live. Broadway and Armor Midtown. Yes. Yes. So one of his drivers turned the corner on one of those streets and had a vehicle fall off of his flatbed onto my truck. I had no idea it was in the middle of the night. I woke up and was like, where the what the fuck happened to my truck? Damn. It was smashed and all fucked. Like, I couldn't drive it. I, I went out to go to work. I was like, what the fuck happened to my truck? What could have possibly there was created no, this? Yes. There was no note. Nothing. Damn. Nothing. Nothing. So I'm like, what the fuck happened to my truck? This is all I have. It's a 1994 Ford Ranger, Ford Cylinder, maroon. I lived on Broadway and Armor, 504, apartment 505. Okay. I'm going to get to the bottom of this, I say. (laughs) So there's some uh, houses and duplexes. So I start knocking on every fucking door. Yo, did you see something happen? One of the, a, a, a beautiful lesbian blonde gal with a dyke haircut said, yes, oh my God, this is what happened. This guy turned the corner, his truck fell on top of yours. He said he put a, a business card on your windshield and then came back because the cops came. He put on when the cops came, how I could contact him and then came back and took that card away. He was trying to dodge responsibility Mm -hmm. this motherfucker so i got the information from her and then i went to marcus allen ford and talked some of the co some of the workers there and they told me the same fucking thing and then i called gator from whatever toe like gator's toe service gator's toe service a whole fucking thing Uh uh-huh Deny, deny deny but i ended up threatening him talking to cops blah 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 and i was like look Give me the money, the blue, the Kelly Blue value of this is, and and I'll fucking look the other way. And he goes, okay, if I do that, can I have the title? I said, nope. Just give me the money. Yeah. And he said, all right. And so he gave me like thirty-five to four thousand dollars, and I kept the title. That works. And so that little pick, that little chalkboard, Gators Towing Services, an inside joke to a throwback to me getting my Ford Ranger stolen from me. This is beautiful. You got a bunch of little Easter eggs around I, here. I it's have nice. Easter eggs all over, man. It's nice, Look at dude. you. Yeah. It's nice. It's a cool spot, man. I fucking, I've dug it. This has been good. I got drunk off of West Bottoms Whiskey. You can find them in the West Bottoms. If you want whiskey, 
Huh? That's pretty good. You going to pay me for that? No. Right. But I did. I did. <laughs> I did by getting you drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it worked out very well. Hell yeah. Let's just end it. Look, this was fucking fun. Would you like? Uh, can we do this again? Yeah, anytime, whenever. Let me know. Really? Yeah. Sundays okay. especially, dude. My Sundays are free. Man, Steven. Let's do it. I had a really good time. I'm so glad oh, we great. fucking bonded and had a good time meeting you. I love your shirt. Charles. I think you're fucking hilarious as hell. Baby, you got to go thrift shopping. Let's go thrift shopping before the next next episode. I'm going to pop I'm some fucking... tags. <laughs> <laughs> uh how can people can find you? What would you like to say here? Then we'll end it. Um, just pimp, pimp yourself right now. At, at formerly Fat Steven, ladies. Uh, I think that's just like. Kim Fuller. Whoever. Who, you know, I, I do most of my stuff on Instagram. Twitter is FF Steven. Uh, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. FF Steven is supposed to be for fuck's sake, but. <laughs> FF Steven is FF Steven is funnier. It's nice, right? It's nice. Uh that's my website too, is formerly Fast Steven. I don't keep up with it as much as I should for as much as I pay for it a month. But you know, wherever you want to go. I think that's that's the way to do it. Barrel of the bottoms too. Please. Follow Barrel of the Bottoms on Instagram. I'm so tired. Okay. I just need other people to follow it. I follow you. Barrel of the bottoms. Studios shows it's fun it's so much fun. i you have to get a vaccine not, mandate I, but don't tell ryan no okay, suck, don't suck my dick if you got <laughs> a vaccine mandate and i will cancel this piece of shit and delete this ryan's gonna come <laughs> ryan's gonna come to the knucklehead shows he's not gonna come to the barrels tell me the where i can shows. go when i can go steven uh, i had a freaking phenomenal dude this has been so you, much man. fun man knuckleheads every second wednesday barrel of the bottoms like Twice a month, it'll be sometime that we're doing random shows. Every third Saturday, Shit, every this third Friday, we what fucking a cool got no idea. like, what just a cool. I don't want to say meeting of the minds, but I want to say like meeting of the time travelers, since we're both from the same area. area yeah, dude, but that's from wild different times like. 96, 97, 98, like that whole time frame yep. was off the chart. Yeah. Lit. I can go on for days. Dude, there's. We're going to shut this mic off and I'm going to tell you about some rollerblading stories. Oh, dude. Inline hockey, baby. Come on. I had, I had the, you you went to Hot Wheels skating rink. Yeah. Yeah, we all did. Hey, how about this? Oh my God. Where was that place? Are you trying to think about all the girls you fingered back there? Who's I didn't finger them. I <laughs> fucked them. Let me tell you something. Is this mic still on? I need to it cancel is. this mic. <laughs> uh, God, there was this apartment complex, and I could take you to it, but I couldn't name it. Harry G. Harry G. Filipino. Owned a spot at Foot Locker. Moved down to promote concerts in New Orleans. That's way better than promoting concerts in Shreveport. Fuck, man. Is this how we end it? I miss fucking. Listen, if you're listening to this and your name is not Kim Fuller, we need you to go to Shreveport, Louisiana, or Bossier City, Louisiana, and we need you to party in the name of Tron. the Ander Talk Podcast. I love life. I Dude, love where life has brought me. Look, it's a small world. 
You know, it is. And we just we come into contact with the people we're supposed to come into contact with. Yeah, and it's and strange when? and interesting. I wish I would have came into contact with you sooner. Yeah, but then it would have been boring. Now we got to get like but now this drink like, a whole fifth of whiskey. Jesus Christ! Do any more? Yeah. No. We're at Charles. Like, shut the fuck up. We're Charles, keep more. talking. Charles, keep talking. God Charles, damn you weigh hundred and ten pounds. Stephen here is 220. I got to go to Lunchbox after this. We're going to Lunchbox. They got tortas. Everybody, subscribe to my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Pod on Instagram. Formerly Fat Stephen, spelled Stefan, on Instagram. (laughs) Holla at you, boy. I love you all. Goodbye. Good night. Bye.